Hi, this is Bruce. This is Adam. And James. And we are Funhouse. You're listening to The Gaming Mall. Hey everybody, this is Eamon Anderson in the driver's seat once again for our final episode of the semester. Uh, And for some of us, our final episode, period. Uh, Now, as promised last week, we do have a very special guest with us today. We've got uh, Spencer Spencer Neaton Neaton from O-Town. Uh-huh, exactly. Oh, is that what you call it now? O-Town. You'll call it that too, man. Okay. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) I probably will call it O-Town. Yeah, but you can't call it that until you live there, right? Exactly. Exactly. It's one of of those things. It's one of the perks of living in Orlando. Perks. And let's not let's not ask why it's called O Town and not like O City or something like that because it is Orlando City. Just just don't ask. Well, I mean, if you get uh, O City, you, people start confusing it with Owl City, and then it, it's then Fireflies is playing. Everywhere. Yeah, and it, you just get confused, and it's bad. But uh, it's, so we also have uh, Aiden Hall in here as always. Yeah, yeah, I'm here too. Uh-huh. Hi, exactly. <laughs> and uh, we don't have Matt in here yet. Just like last time, though, he should be showing up eventually. He'll be our Probably. special, our special, special guest. Exactly. But the gang's special, all here. The gang special is in supposed fact. to be, uh, you know, their every time guest. Well, he's supposed to be the host. Yeah, he, he was supposed to be hosting uh, our, his his last episode, just you know, sailing off into the sunset. But he couldn't even manage that. Nope. So, so now I'm here instead. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess I guess we just go right into it. Yeah, huh? I, I don't know. I, I feel right like. Yeah. Something special needs to happen, but it's just like it's normal, you know. It's I mean, but that is, every week is special. Uh, every week, every week is special. Exactly. Uh, here's the great thing: is we're jumping into my favorite topic of all yeah. time. Oh. Yes, we are starting with the classic Spencer topic: uh, Nintendo. And Ninten- wait, wait, Spencer likes Nintendo. Yeah, right. For the refresher for yeah. uh, for everyone, oh, Spencer man. is avid Nintendo. That's that's too much for me. That's too much, man. He is uh, he is the Nintendo and PC, which is an interesting mix. Big I Blizzard suppose. and Nintendo. Yeah. Uh huh. He's seen the worst and he's played the best. Wait, what's the worst? I don't understand. Like Nintendo Are we graphics. Considering Diablo three when it came out because that game was awful. Well, it was Diablo three. What did you expect? <laughs> I, I don't, uh, sp- we expected something great and got. A piece sadness. of crap. You got sadness. What What about uh, the the Viking Super Nintendo game for? Uh, that I haven't played it yet, but I am sure that game is amazing. Don't even. <laughs> don't Don't judge it, man. Don't judge it. Um, but yeah, so we woke up uh, to some interesting Nintendo news this morning. Um, it leaked at like three in the morning. Yeah, it was. Well, it wasn't really a leak. It was uh, Nintendo actually posted it on Twitter. Yep. Yeah. So it's all official stuff. This isn't rumors. This is actual stuff and we kind of wish it was rumors because this is not good <laughs> it's uh it's some mixed feelings for it's... sure uh but uh, the big stuff is that uh first of all i believe this is the first time we've actually heard them refer to the nx officially as the nx mm-hmm. uh so th- they've said that uh, the nx is scheduled for release of march of next year and they also have said that uh the new legend of zelda game that they've been talking about for the last year and a half two years uh, is going Three to be years, coming out around years. that same time as a title for both Wii U and NX simultaneously. Um, what trash! Right, right. Uh, but and that, that, the other thing with that too, I suppose, is that E3 is coming up, and that's going to be their only real thing that they're 
going to be showing at E3. Well, they said it's the only playable game they'll have at E3. Right. So they exactly. could, because obviously so, Pokemon the po- is coming they'll out talk holiday, about Pokemon. So they'll, they'll talk something. about um, Paper Mario. Yokai Watch, um, probably. Exactly. So there will be other stuff that they'll talk about, but their main focus is going to be this Legend of Zelda Absolutely. game. Absolutely. Uh, and it's still something that is going to be on a console that we don't know anything about yet, and it's... You know, all good signs. It's a quite a way, a quite a far ways away. Uh, on top of that, yes, yeah, uh, last night I believe they announced. Um, are they? They put up their profits. And, what profits? Uh, yeah, right. They they saw a sixty percent drop off in profits uh, over the last quarter. I believe the good stuff. Um, and with with all of this combined, it's kind of a. Uh, it, it's not something that uh, I think Nintendo's very happy about. I don't, I well, don't know if anyone Well, it's looking like they only have about. like six more official properties coming out for the Wii U like this yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's got they've got some releases, but even that like pa- Paper Mario is probably the strongest one that they have. And that's and not it, even going to do. Well, uh, the thing with that is that they've changed the gameplay. It's not actually going to be yeah. an RPG thing like normal Paper Mario's. It's going to be like a weird platformer. Like kinda. Sticker Star was. Yeah. So, I mean, they're, they're moving away from traditional Paper Mario, and that's a huge... Well, uh, everyone hated Thousand Switch. Year Door, so they had to go right back to the. Actually, yeah. a lot of didn't a lot of people actually like Thousand Year Door, and it yeah, was no, a Super that, that Paper Mario. Sarcasm. It had everyone, a player's choice. Everyone loved. It, so. Everyone loved Thousand Year. <laughs> I everyone knows the greatest Year. hits and player's choice are the determining factor as to whether or not Quality your game's games. any good. Um, as I played Finding Nemo, player's choice. Mm, stop. Yeah. Game stop. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't just play it. I owned it. <laughs> Did you beat it? Of course, I beat it. What kind Jesus of question Christ, is that? Um, but yeah. So Spencer, I guess uh, you're you're the big Nintendo guy here. What uh, what what's your kind of take on all this? Well, Nintendo Nintendo can't do any wrong by me. I'm gonna preface by saying that cannot do the, wrong. Okay. Yeah. The the NX coming out next year makes sense. I want them to take time with this console. The Wii U was really bad for them. Um, not saying that it's a bad system. I think it's the strongest one currently uh, oh, yeah. until. Xbox One and PlayStation 4 really get a lot of their uh, good exclusive titles out. Um, but for the Wii U, like all the exclusive titles you're not going to find on other systems. There's really no uh, substitute for the games that Nintendo puts out on the Wii U, which is why like, I'm a really big fan of it. I've always stood by it and stuff like that. Sure. But I can't deny that a lot of people didn't like it. Um, so taking time on the NX console and taking time on this Legend of Zelda game, I think are really good moves on their choices, especially like let's, we can only hope that they, uh, open up with Nintendo on the NX as promised. Uh, (laughs) I think it was probably promised to open up for the Wii U at one point and it just never happened or it was like the first year of launch. Um, but yeah, like as long as those two things will happen, uh, Nintendo usually has a, like good system, bad system, good system, bad system, kind of thing. It's yeah, going I, since like the Super Nintendo. The Wii U's been a real. The Wii U's been a real GameCube, hasn't it? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I like the GameCube. Everyone loves the GameCube, but it sold terribly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the point. It, it is a real wow. GameCube where you do have. Uh, How much was like... that when it came out? Like two hundred, two hundred fifty, and now you can pick oh, one up yeah. for twenty bucks. Like it's the cheapest console that you can pick up. Oh, I mean, hey, we they... can bludgeon someone to death with, and it'll be <laughs> yeah. fine. Yeah, that, I mean, the original PlayStation's about. Well, I think GameStop sells it for like fifteen dollars half the time now. Oh, do they? Wow. Oh yeah, the, the, those things because they're so reliable, and then PlayStation Three and Two were both backwards compatible, so the PlayStation One oh. is just 
garbage at this point. That makes it's not sense. even needed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, is, yeah. What is interesting, though, um, with Nintendo is that their mm-hmm. mobile market is just destroying. They are. They like, are Mitomo moving has mobile. 10 million registered users, mm-hmm. and Mitomo is by far the creepiest thing I've ever had on my phone <laughs> known to man. But I still haven't downloaded it, by the way, and I don't, don't think I will. You don't yeah, need it. Yeah, same. It's <clears throat> like it'll ask you, like, so how did you feel about anyone dying in your life? I'm like, Nintendo, it's a little too deep for me That's to go too into deep with for you. Me. <laughs> too deep five me. <laughs> it's but like five year olds sitting there on uh, on their iPad or whatever, like, hmm, what does this it, mean? I don't know what Grandpa death died, means. I can't which sucks that. because I can't see him anymore. <laughs> oh, like that's. I miss my guinea pig. Um, but. It's just, it's insane. Yeah. And But 10 million users. And there are people obviously spending mm-hmm. money on it because I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and uh, they, they've announced uh, they're working on a Animal Crossing. And a Fire Emblem. And a Fire Emblem. Um, for the mobile, for the yeah, phone. For mobile, for mobile devices. Wow. That's... So, no word on what that means, but probably Animal Crossing complex. actually seems like a really, really good um, IP to use for the mobile. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, Everyone's always like has their phone with them, so you can really keep up on it. Yeah, that's gonna. I think that's gonna really hit it if they do it well. I'll I'll be interested to see how uh, all this mobile support. If 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 they see a lot of success like they have with Mitomo, uh, if, if we're gonna see a movement towards mobile smartphones and tablets and stuff, and um, maybe less support for 3DS, or that do you guys think they're gonna be do, supporting both at the same? I think time? the 3DS will be fine. Mostly yeah, the because... 3DS is what has their profits right now. Yeah. Yeah. If anything, I would say they would, they would back off a little bit on console development and try and make the most of what they sure. have. Sure. Um, the 3DS is a handheld, but I mean, I can carry my 3DS and my phone and use both if I wanted yeah. to. Yeah. And yes, sir. Yeah. And like, the, <laughs> as much as I love my phone, it does not have the same processing power sure. as a 3DS. Sure. Or the storage, which is another big thing, is that Why these the 3D apps, man. These apps are not small. Right. Uh-huh. So do do you think this is going to turn into something that like um the main releases are kind of going to be on 3DS and then like so, uh, smaller releases are going to be on that like there might be a companion app I could sure. see that happening. Like, like you have like kind of your your main series Pokemon games releasing on 3DS but maybe like the next Mystery Dungeon game is going to be an online uh, uh mobile thing. I don't know because Nintendo hasn't really come out with like paid apps yet. It's all mm-hmm. Free to play. Sure. So I don't know if they would go to doing paid apps because free to play seems to be a system that's working for a lot of people because it's that whole gambler's idea of sure you're not going to profit off of everyone you're going to profit off that small part that wants everything in it mm-hmm. and um, I'm sure with that advertisements they make money too yeah oh yeah no I mean I I will be I will admit I've spent more than sixty dollars on Pokemon Shuffle so they've gotten <laughs> their wow. share out of me. I haven't played Pokemon Shuffle yet. It's <laughs> I don't think I will. It's it's fun. I mean you see now Spencer's scared. I always like, I always set uh, a monthly limit bucks. of like five bucks, but oh, I've been playing it for no, six. No, like Pokemon Go, like if that has money, I It does. You can, you can bet that I'm probably gonna pay something into it. Do you <laughs> well, know how much happened. I've put into Hearthstone? Well, let's hope you don't spend four hundred dollars on Pokemon Go. Um, it's probably over four hundred dollars at this point. But I to know. Be fair, Hearthstone's been out for Please, like that two, was, that three was six years. months ago. Four hundred dollars was six months ago. Four hundred dollars was two years ago. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but yeah. yeah. But um, well, speaking of Pokemon Go, we just had eight minutes of footage released for it, and it looks awful from the Australian beta. From the Australian beta. Okay. 
and it is... It looked pretty rough. It, it is rough. And, I mean, giving it its freedom as a beta, the mechanics just aren't there. Like, yeah. gym battles are, you leave a Pokemon, you pick a team, and maybe your team wins, and you get a gym badge. That's it. Yep. There's no battle system. I mean, there's a battle system, but you tell it to do one attack, and it's just back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, until you either win or you lose. <laughs> I think with the way that Pokemon Go is going at this point, then it kind of answers Eamon's earlier question as to like, are the mainstay games going to stay on 3DS or is it going to focus on the phone? With how like bad and non-Pokemon this Pokemon Go seems to be, it's probably telling you that like Nintendo is still going to be in their own personal handheld market Definitely. and yeah. not and not focusing solely on mobile development and stuff like that. Plus, with only 151 carat Pokemon to choose from and. I, I will say, the only mechanic that seemed to make a lot of sense was the egg mechanic, because sure. the more you walk, eventually the egg will hatch, and that's kind of nice. It yeah. is. But so back to the uh, Pokewalker of uh, SoulSilver. And exactly. And Have you seen how much those games sell for now without the Pokewalker at GameStop? Oh, they're $50, $50. $50 $60 for those yeah. games. I'm for like, gold, what? For Heart Why? Gold, Soul Silver. They're they're up there with uh, platinum. I think is the other one that kind of sits around at the, at the top. Platinum's so Pla- good, platinum's a little cheaper, but like those but are yeah, sitting at like Call of Duty like new release prices. Why do they go for so much? Why is uh, well I because think... that was the best uh, best generation of Pokemon. Yeah, uh, I, I think it's definitely their most nostalgia laden. Yeah, uh, group plus it, it's um, that we don't the, the Game Boy Advance stuff isn't in there, so Fire Red and Leaf Green aren't in there. Yeah, so that's really the one that's tied to the older stuff. Uh, and I, you I still go know. back to Kanto. Yeah, yep, yeah, and they're they're just massive games too. They are. I mean, I mean, sixteen yeah. badges. It's all the challenges, all yeah. that good stuff. Yeah, and I I think um, that, that those were kind of the last ones that felt very traditional still as far as pokemon no goes, i can see that like uh the okay. ones after that is where like you know you have black and white two and stuff like that that really started mixing uh, up the formula that was the worst <laughs> you don't like story in your pokemon game spencer i don't like calling them black two and white two just like <laughs> please you. stop it wasn't called red two and blue two which gold and silver were a direct sequel mm. to red and blue yeah, but it was it was still uh, well. I, Black two and white two didn't have a new generation to them, did they? No, same generation, yeah, yeah, just still, new see, story. It was still the same generation. Well, continuation Spencer. story. Yeah. See, it was like they split okay. platinum into two games. All right, that's all that means. And it was literally you can choose a <laughs> new legendary or another new legendary, and but you don't get to keep them. No. Right, you get to fuse them for like one battle, and then then that's it. And then uh, you're too bad, man. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but hey, Pokemon so much fun. But yeah, so I mean, I mean, that, X that's... and Y were fun. X and, X y, and were. y were pretty good. It, it was know... a little too childish for me, but it was fun. The Ruby Sapphire remakes were pretty positively received too. I liked them from what I remember. But so, I see, I didn't Gen like my Ruby or Sapphire to begin with. So <laughs> that's that's where you're wrong. That's where I started. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm an outlier. Any game that lets me sit on a tropical <laughs> beach with a drink in my hand is a game I want to yeah, play. What's not to like, you know? Um, but yeah, so that, that's kind of where we are with Nintendo right now. And uh, I, I definitely agree with you, Spencer, where you're talking about, you know, taking the time on the um, console development and everything. Uh, I know everyone was kind of expecting it to come out this year. It doesn't particularly surprise me, and I'm glad that they're waiting until spring of next year. Um, even with spring yeah, it didn't surprise me either. Like weird. releasing yeah. a console this winter, like Christmas time, with 
no one knowing about it or not officially even announcing it until like summer E3 or something like that. It just doesn't really make sense. Yeah. Yeah, like with the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, even though the the big details and stuff came out at Mm -hmm. E3, we already had some details and a rough understanding of where we were going. Do we have a release window at all for like this new potential PlayStation or Xbox? We still have not heard anything official. Okay. There there still has not been anything about the 4K models or anything like that um, or what any of that means. It's all just rumors right now. Um, If... The rumors are true, which at this point we've heard enough that I think at least some of it's going to be There's no true. way multiple sources could just be, you know, yeah. coming up with fake ideas that all line up together. Right. So I think that's going to be something that we hear about at E3. Um, but it's not clear yet what, now, uh, what's going on with those. This is my speculation that the NX is coming out because they might think that this holiday season will be contested with a new system. It's possible, yeah. They, they could be trying to avoid a little bit with um, that. They think Xbox and PlayStation are really going to be duking it out, and they don't want to get into that mess this holiday. Which um, makes sense. That's, I mean, that's entirely possible. Um, I mean, that's what they did with the Wii. Is they didn't they didn't get in between Xbox and PlayStation 3's like fight, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get the Call of Duty, the, the uh, GTA, the, the mature gamers, right? yep. and they just tried to make the Wii like a family console, mm-hmm. and it outsold both the xbox 360 and the ps3 yeah i mean when you have the geriatric market i mean you can really beat out anybody yeah 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 um and i know that at one point nintendo was talking about trying to do a more fitness related console and i don't know if the nx is uh, like uh, if they're doing if that is the console or not yeah like i don't know if they i don't think it is separately or if it's yeah with the new zelda on there probably not no i don't think the nx is going to be but like was is the fitness console still happening or is it something that's been incorporated into the nx i think if it was doing well like if they were doing well enough the console might still be made but seeing as how they got hit real hard this year i think they're really going to be focusing on focusing on making sure the nx is a solid console that everything that's coming with it is solid yeah. And they're not going to break up or divide their time over a fitness console and, you know, because the Wii Fit did absolutely so well. Right. I mean, everyone used it. Right. And, I mean, we, we've already Same heard... thing with Wii Sports, too. Like, even your mom has Wii Sports, man. Like... Well, even I mean, my mom had, has a Wii Fit. Wii Sports. <laughs> you, you couldn't not have Wii Sports. Not Wii Sports 2. Resort? Yes, Resort. Okay. Well, uh, there's yeah. that. Yeah. Um... <laughs> um no, I mean, uh, we know uh, already some projects uh, that are going to be on the NX. There's already been um, some talks from studios within Nintendo about uh, an F-Zero game that's been in development. Finally. Um, they, they've said that there is an F-Zero in development, but it's not going to be on the Wii U. Uh, and that's really all they've said about it, so we can assume that I mean, it's probably going to be the NX. Next, be are the... we sure it's on the NX, though? I mean, it could be 3DS. There's a lot awesome. of games that like were big Nintendo titles, like Metroid, for instance. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a console release of Metroid since Corruption, and a lot of That's like Metroid true. titles have we? Other M. on a, on a console. Other M. Oh, I tried to forget. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. Got him. Um, but yeah, like Federation Force and the Prime Hunters and stuff like that. Uh, it seems to be focused. Hunters. Yeah. They seem to try to be pushing Metroid towards the 3DS console. It's possible. I mean, or I guess 3DS handheld, not console. The elements that they're showing make sense for it to go there, but F Zero, I can see it working better on a console than on. Uh, I, 3DS. I think F Zero would work excellent on a handheld. 
Really? I, well, yeah, because yeah. if you think about the F-Zero formula, I mean, F-Zero has never had a huge involved storyline. It's not something that you have to sit down and play at once. No. And even with the storyline, you're, you're going one race at a time. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's something that works well with mobile, uh, mobile uh, both 3DS and even like a smartphone or something like that, where you can just sit down, pop off a race or two while you're on the subway or yeah. whatever you might be doing, um, and you don't have to really get involved with it. Um, so I think it would definitely work really well there, but the suggestion seems to be that it's going to be for their next console. Something I mean, I, I kind of be for the next console. Yeah, no, I wouldn't be. I would not be uh, disappointed with that. Because the last one we had was on the GameCube. Yeah, yeah. Other I mean, than like Nintendo ago. Land's one mini game. Yeah, and Mario Kart Eight had some referential yeah, DLC. Like you go to blue. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I would like to see like F Zero GX as a port to like the new mm-hmm. 3DS. But uh, well, between that and then, you know, we, we just got Star Fox, which we, it's been a while since we've seen a Star Fox game and everything. And it'll um, be a while before we see another one, hopefully. Mm-hmm. And like you were talking about, Spencer, you had the Metroid. And so well, we know that Nintendo will occasionally put their um, stuff into uh, dormancy and then bring them back later, uh, maybe skip a console or two. Um, with, that, with that in mind, how do you guys feel about uh, the Wii U being the first console ever made by Nintendo to not have a main series Zelda game. It will have this one for the NX. That's all I'm saying. Well, it'll have that, but it's not made specifically for it. That like would you count Twilight Princess towards like the Wii or the GameCube, yes. you know? Wii every time. Exactly. So, and this is going to be the same sort of feeling where, you know, it's going to be something that you know, it's an NX game that plays on your Wii U, but it's but... an NX game. I was about to ask. Were we promised Twilight Princess for the GameCube? (laughs) What was that? Were we promised Twilight Princess for the GameCube? Um, I don't know. I I, I honestly don't know. I would have to be like this age, going back in time and looking at it, because as a child, I don't remember anything about Twilight Princess. And I've never really followed the Legend of Zelda stuff, so I wouldn't uh, particularly know. I was seriously about to ask what Zelda game came out on the N sixty four. And because I just had the worst well, brain fart. No there were a couple. I was about to say, I can think of two. Um, two quite <laughs> prolific ones. Two of the most popular. Um, well, the Wii U scene, well, it had two, three ports? It had two. Two main. It, it had two HD remasters yeah. with um, the, oh, the Wii U. Okay, not Wii. Twilight Oops. Princess with Twilight and Princess Wind Waker. And Wind Waker. Uh, you did There's have a, Hyrule Warriors, but that's technically a third-party well, that's, game. Well, that's Dynasty and, Warriors. Yeah, I and it's a spinoff that. and everything, too. Um, um, what about Skyward Sword? Was that ever on the Wii U? Nope. No? No. Nope, that was uh, original Wii only. Uh, and, yeah, GameCube obviously had Wind Waker. Uh, was that the only... Uh, I think well, that was the Twilight only, Princess released on it, like we just yeah. talked about. But, yeah. Um, so, I mean, uh, the, uh, all said, I mean, this is the first one... Since it started on the NES, that, that it hasn't been. There was know, no Virtual forward. Boy Legend of Zelda. Excuse me. I'm you. talking about home Staff. consoles. Staff. Not handheld. Virtual Boy was a home console. <laughs> yeah. It was a home console that you have at home in the a back of the handheld. closet and pretend that it doesn't exist. Yeah, home handheld. Pretty sure it's against stuff. the Geneva Convention. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I should own a Virtual Boy. I should track one <laughs> you down. should at least have one. <laughs> Just pick up a Power Glove too. Just oh, oh I'm so get, bad. I am getting a Power Glove. That's I happening. know someone who actually has a Virtual Console. Excellent. It's a yeah. Virtual Boy. Yeah. Excellent. That's what it's called. My dad bought me a Virtual Boy, and I think it got thrown out. But it is 
it's for the best. It's for the best. Um, because it yeah. came with a Sega Saturn. So if there's anything that's that saying. Mm-hmm. So I mean, obviously, this has been a shorter dormancy for Legend of Zelda than uh, something like Metroid or even Star Fox, Star and F Zero. I mean, both of those have had. In a, in well, a I would say Star sense, Fox. Yes. Yeah. But for the 3DS, the 3DS has had like three, four Legend of Zelda games. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, uh, the, four, there's been a few remakes least. and stuff, but uh, I well, think no, they had original. Had, they, they had uh, Triforce Heroes. Two originals. Triforce and Heroes. And A Link to Another World. Oh, it's Natalie. Hey, Hi, Natalie. Hat. Nice hat. That's a hat. I don't. Oh, she can't, can't hear us. Guys. Yeah, no. Oh. It's too bad. Well, tell her we bad. say hi. Tell her nice hat. Oh, she's waving. We're waving. Hi. Hey. Um, <laughs> but. Uh, Egg on our faces. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I It, it seems like a just a really bizarre feeling to me. I, I know I'm not yeah. a, a Zelda guy, but I mean, that's next to Mario. That's been their backbone. Well, and a weird, another weird thing. Um, this is also the first system that didn't have a Pokemon game mm. since the N sixty four. Because yeah. we yeah, had Battle Coliseum, can... and then GameCube yeah. had uh, Coliseum. I feel like we can. We had Battle Revolution, and yeah, while battle, I yeah, did battle like Battle Revolution because I could port my Pokemon from my games and it, play with it. Those. Also had Poke Park. Don't forget. It oh, was yeah. Poke Park. <laughs> How could we forget Poke Park one and two? The classic. <laughs> It was it was bad. I didn't like Battle Revolution. Wasn't great. It was so good, so hard, but so good. It was hard because if you didn't EV train and IV breed your Pokemon, you weren't gonna win those battles. No, it's the Dark like, Souls of Pokemon. It actually it actually it was. Mm-hmm. It. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um. Yeah, I suppose uh, we we well. I I mean, we've had Pokemon tournament. Is that not good enough for you? See, then it comes down to third-party publisher because that was uh, yeah, yeah, I suppose so. But I mean, that, well, that was what, Tekken. What was it ba- was Tekken. Uh, sure, but what, what, were Battle Revolution and Coliseum were those developed by the Pokemon Company? Yeah, yeah. Was it okay? Yeah, I, I have no idea. Like, I, I mean, they're Pokemon uh, games. They're they're Pokemon. Sure, sure. Uh, um, and Tournament is very much not Pokemon. Okay, it's so uh, Suicune you, wins. But, but overall, you guys aren't bothered by it at top all. Yeah, Suicune is god tier. Because Jeez. long range in a fighting game is a horrible idea. That was that was the one Pokemon where I'm like, why is this in here? Why is Suicune in here? Uh, the, well, the Chandelier one is uh, long yeah, range. Yeah, Chandelure is Chandelure's also got here. Yep. yep. Chandelure is a Pokemon you can use to fight in yes. Pokemon Turn. What? <laughs> well, what is happening? Why? You're the Nintendo guy here. Come on. Yeah, no, the three like highest tier Pokemon in competitive Art play. Fighting. Our fighting Pokemon. Competitive Pokemon. Oh, Our Suicune. Uh, hey, it was at uh, Evo. It was I, I at just, Evo. Uh, fair enough. Suicune, uh, Chandelure, and Lucario. Purely okay, because they have long range attacks. There. What was that? So at least Lucario gets there. Uh, we need we need some fighting Pokemon in the top. Oh, and Gardevoir. Gardevoir is also there. Nice. Anything else just loses. But yeah, so you you guys aren't aren't, aren't too bothered by the Zelda stuff. No, I guess. not so much. No. Not not okay. Fair I enough. mean, the last Zelda game I played and I beat was Wind Waker, so I'm I I still have not played a Zelda game, so I I, I am an outsider looking in. I'm, but, I'm kind of in that same boat. Um, but yeah. I have I have opinions that are not very popular with other Legend of Zelda fans. <laughs> I I know. Uh, you you stir up 
You stir the honey pot. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I guess that's uh, that's kind of all we have for um, for Nintendo. I think that's all Nintendo really has. Yeah, and I, I mean to be fair, we we probably made it a little bit longer than what they actually have. Yeah. Yeah. Right. In um, positive news, Kirby's coming out in yes, June. Yes, Kirby Robobot. Or Robo World. Or Robo, Robo, I, Robobot I, World. Yeah, um, something uh, stupid. <laughs> Is that it's a adorable. 3DS game? Huh? Is that the 3DS game? Yeah. yeah. Where you pilot a giant robot Kirby. I'll probably pick that up. I'm yeah. going to have to. Getting those Amiibo reprints. <laughs> Why would you... Um, they're they're or, kind of reprints. Aren't they like different... different yeah, they're, they're like, yeah, they're like the, um, the Mario Party ones and it comes with like new ones too like uh the yeah uh, yeah there's a few was ridiculous was when that? that guy came out it oh. took me eight months like six to eight months to get my freaking pre-order oh <laughs> no joke no don't laugh at that it's not funny oh i will laugh. it's pretty funny actually you can laugh, laugh that uh that you had to put up with that it's weird that a year later like amiibos are still like they're coming out but no one has to worry about them like they did last year yeah, I mean the supply has been a lot better. I don't know what uh, uh, Sp- Spencer works at a GameStop now. For those of you out there, I, I, has your inventory been pretty good? Because I know mine has. Uh, yeah, our inventory has been pretty good. Um, Way better since, than it was since Olimar released. Like I didn't pre-order, and I showed up, and I was still able to get them. Yeah, get them day one. Roy, we still have Roy's in the back. If you're a Fire Emblem fan, you can pick up Roy. Like <laughs> pick Go up three, you know. If you want to pick up multiples, I think at this point we don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's the second best, Roy. <laughs> He's still our boy, though. So, uh, <laughs> My boy, Roy. <laughs> but uh, I, I, we're going to move on to another uh, specialty for Spencer here. Uh, we got Activision Blizzard. Um, we've got a well, few things let's, going on. Well, let's leave the Activision part out of this. Oh, you can't separate them as much as you want to. You cannot. And there, uh, there was one part that does need to be talked about. It's the only Activision news. Yeah, I mean, we, we've got one. Let's be oh, we, the only Activision news that never happens ever. <laughs> Basically. Pretty well, much. Hey, Skylanders, excuse you. Um, What's that? Skylanders. What are you talking about? I have uh, no idea what that is. I, I don't know. It's a small little indie thing. I don't know. Um, but <laughs> hey, it was on Cake Masters. It counts. <laughs> they made a Skylanders Who's Spyro? Cake. I don't um, I love but... how it started as a Spyro property, and then no one uses Spyro. Yeah. I'm so sad that Spyro isn't a property anymore. It was good games. Enter the Dragonfly was legit. I've got. I I've see. Got I, don't, I don't even. Uh, I've already. Uh, by Enter the Dragonfly, I already. Uh, I, I cut off that. I really? Mean, there are three Spyro games, <laughs> and they are the, <laughs> the first, first three. <laughs> <laughs> and they are made by Insomniac, and there are none after that. Um. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, that, we'll we'll go with uh, Activision first, since yeah, that, that is uh, a little shorter than the Blizzard stuff. The Blizzard stuff has, has some controversial aspects, yeah. so that might take a little while to get through. Uh, but Call of Duty, it's uh, that time of year again. We're hearing whispers about what the whispers title, and murmurs. Yeah, we're, we're hearing about the whispers of um the title for Call of Duty because we always know it's coming out. It's always just a matter of how far in the future is it now. Like and, death and taxes, uh, you can always yeah, expect Call of you know. Duty. So, uh, Infinite Warfare is the title that showed up on PlayStation Network. Yes, PS yeah, Network, the PlayStation Store. Um, now it should point. be no, it's not confirmed. Yes, that was uh, something that it was an update that got pushed or something like that. Yeah. that uh, wasn't 
supposed to be out. Um, so whether or not that is the final title or if that's some sort of working title or placeholder, we don't know. Um, but it makes sense because it it's sense. Infinity Ward, Infinity and Ward's they've turn. been saying that it takes place in the far future, whatever that means. <laughs> right. So war, war never changes. Um, Call, war. <laughs> Call of Duty Infinite Warfare Fallout. Um, but... Yeah, so we're kind of expecting um, an announcement in the next week or two leading up to E3 and then have all of the big details released at E3, I'd imagine. Um, That's kind of their MO, I guess. So um, be on the lookout for that if you're interested in Call of Duty. Um, I'm sure I will have lanyards and posters and... I don't know. Midnight releases and all sorts yeah, of things. Uh, they'll wake me up at midnight to come in and talk to customers about Call of Duty or something dumb. Um, they, hopefully they'll do a little bit better than last year where they were like, check out the sneak peek f- exclusive for GameStop. And it was nothing. No. Uh, that wasn't public. Um, yeah, I have no idea what that exclusive. was. Exclusive. <laughs> Exclusive. All right. You have insider information. That um, everyone else has. <laughs> but it's special we're all to insiders. you. Um, but yeah, so just keep a lookout for, uh, Call of Duty announcements, uh, if that is what you're into. Now, going into Blizzard, we've got, uh, both StarCraft and World of Warcraft, uh, stuff going on. Um, I guess we can, uh, start off with StarCraft. Uh, they are seeing some gambling issues, isn't that right, Aiden? Yes. Um, South Korea, everyone's favorite Korea, recently saw, um... Well, I think it's I only South Korea the, only Korea. I think it's, I think I, I think I have more fun reading about North Korea, honestly. That's true. <laughs> okay, I don't think it's Dennis Rodman's favorite Korea, but um, recent scandal finally came to light of players throwing StarCraft two matches in illegal gambling rings, and it's it's just proven that StarCraft is now officially a sport. Um, <laughs> you would yeah, you would hear this right. on like Th- that, this clinches the debate, you know, like. It, it, Definitely. It's StarCraft a sport Well, there's illegal gambling where players make <laughs> $60,000. That, that's the mark. That's the cutoff. And um. it's, well, that's the thing. It's about such small sums of money, but it's still happening. 60000 isn't really that small. Like in when the world you of sports, it, that's, that's tiny, though. But in the world of esports? That's huge. No, that's huge. Like, I'm yeah. sorry they're not like big, beefy football players that make $4 million or whatever. But like sixty thousand dollars for throwing one match is literally someone's annual salary. Yeah. yeah. Well, and I mean, to be fair, the football is uh, health expenses and stuff. Too, oh yeah. Yes. yes of course. <laughs> How can I be so? Yeah, the only thing these guys have to deal with is carpal tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's the uh, yeah. You know, you're getting the arthritis in your fingers. The arthritis. Um, it's bad. <laughs> um. It is bad when it's happening at like twenty eight thirty. That's yeah, true. Right? It's wrong, man. It's wrong. But it's it's such a fascinating thing to see. Like esports is supposed to be this, you know, again, like the I retire mm-hmm. we were talking about last week, it's supposed to be this like pinnacle of, you know, gaming. This is, you know, we're above those we're roots real, playing other you know, sports. We're real stuff. And then you get this exact same stuff. And we've had you know, we've had controversy in North America with um probably the most notable one was uh, Counter Strike last year. Yep. With the, That's what we were talking about because yeah. I'm like this story sounds really familiar. To well, me. it was fixed fights <laughs> in Counter Strike, and because Counter Strike is also a sport now, what? good for it. What? Um, like if there's any bad news, we should just give them the now you're a sport award. <laughs> Congrats. Um, but no, StarCraft Two. Um, 
it's just very fascinating to see like how they set this up and how it was arranged because you can already gamble in South Korea on StarCraft matches but then they also have an illegal gambling ring the black market gambling. it's like the under like the undernet of gambling for StarCraft 2 and it's so weird that you go so far out of your way for it but well it's kind of like dogfighting except they throw their uh, their towers into the yeah and they the they throw their yeah. little zerglings in there <laughs> um <laughs> but there's no electronic um, PETA to stop them. Mm-hmm. And I mean, StarCraft is uh, quite a bit bigger in South Korea. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Just, just that. Uh, you just, know, just a smidge. What's StarCraft? Yeah, I don't know. Um, People but... will wait for days for BlizzCon here. People will wait for weeks yeah. for BlizzCon there. Yeah. <laughs> they wait for StarCraftCon. <laughs> that's what that's what it's called in South Korea. <laughs> is it really called just StarCraftCon? No. Might as oh. well be. No, I'm just being Might a jerk. Might as well be, but... <laughs> Um. Yeah. So I mean, that's um, that's kind of where where all the gambling and stuff is, and that's yeah. it's kind of interesting that I guess we're we're seeing that. Uh, even if it is a little um less than good, I'll put it that way. Um, I don't I don't really find it like I kind of already expected that happened at some at some level. Yeah. But, you know. Well, as well, soon as people start getting paid for it, you know, yeah. like. I feel I, like I, that's, that's going to happen. I feel like that's that's already happened. Like I don't know if it happened in the original StarCraft, just because that is what made like esports and gaming and big tournaments like that big in the first place. Is that was really kind of the big first one that I can think of, other than like maybe some sort of uh, first person shooter that I I can't think off the top of my head right now. Goldeneye. Um, but like when Day Nine was playing. Goldeneye. Like, <laughs> <laughs> competitive golden no, 64 it ha- like it has to be pc because the other consoles at that time couldn't connect right they couldn't see each other they were blind <laughs> um but like when day nine was playing starcraft and stuff like that it just seemed like it was more of like a pure like esports time and there wasn't a whole lot of gambling and stuff like that mm-hmm. but once starcraft 2 came out there were i always felt like there were like rumors about people throwing matches or betting on on starcraft games and stuff like that outside of the north or south korea you know like legal bets and i don't know it just seems that like it became big enough to where you can do this now like it's it's no longer a movement now that esports is established well i think the other thing is that it's not necessarily it i mean there were obviously pockets there will always be in any game there will be pockets of something illegal going on someone throwing a match what in the South Korea, unheard of. Well, at least in the story, you there are quite a few prolific players that were throwing matches, and a little bit. It was mm. kind of like tournaments were almost rigged at that point. Sure. So, it's but thankfully it's shown that none of them were world matches. They weren't championship matches. They mm. were just like lesser tournaments and you know stuff like that. But it's just weird to see like these players that could probably win on their own. And I think that's just right. something that we need to like raise the reward or something. If they're throwing their matches on some local tournament. Yeah, I, I don't know. But if you throw your match at a local tournament for a year's salary, like, it's wrong. But, but I can winner? understand the attraction. No, I yeah. can too. Like, you, you, here you go. You're going to play for two hours. You're going to lose in, like, this way to, like, this person or whatever. And uh, we'll pay your expenses for the year. Yeah, no, no I, and I, I think you kind of touched on that, Aiden. There is this something that we stem with increasing the prize packages, yeah, and stuff. I mean, is that how you go about it, or is that just going to increase what's being being gambled on? Well, the way it works right now is Blizzard awards um, uh, first place, second place, and third place, but then it's divided amongst the players. 
okay. on the teams. So I'm, but if it's StarCraft two, I think it's just one on one. With that, the award is mostly just goes to first place. The rest of them they have to take much smaller rewards because I think like the third okay. place reward is only twenty five hundred dollars. Okay, that doesn't pay for your year's expenses no, at all. Not so much. So by creating a more branched out, sort of like a like a pool. Mm-hmm. Where if you get in the top three, you should get enough of a substantial reward for getting in that the top you can three. Keep doing it exactly. <laughs> sure, I'd say top four probably just normal tournament bracket stuff. Yeah, no, top four, top three. Well, they just yeah, there just needs to be more money. Honestly. So nice. what did first place get again? I missed it. I had to replug in my headphones. Uh, <laughs> I think it was close to like fifty or fifty-five thousand. Really? For, like, a Worlds StarCraft tournament? No, no, no. Local. Local tournament. Worlds, I think, is, like, uh, okay. 100, maybe 200,000. I'm not sure. I'd have to look it up. But it's not... I think it's, like, a million-dollar pool, and then they broke it up somehow or whatever. Okay. But I'm not entirely... I don't yeah, know all the stats. Right. Um, but, like, are these local tournaments, like, sanctioned by Blizzard? I don't know. That's a, that's a good question. I would have to look that's, that up. That's where it comes down to me for, like, Blizzard can increase the prize support and stuff like that, uh, and benefits and things like Magic kind of does with their Pro Tour, even though they're, like, botching that this year. What are you talking uh, about? They've banned all the right cards. No, not even that. Like, there's there's Pro pro Tour stuff and rewards that pros get that they're just bo- they were going to botch this year but went back on. But that's that's a discussion for another time. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Like, if they increase the prize support and, like, support for players, like, appearance fees and stuff like that for just showing up to these StarCraft tournaments, it'll definitely uh, discourage players from wanting to, you know, like, take the illegal gambling bet on the side. Because if they win, you know, $250,000 or $300,000 is a hefty amount of a hefty amount of money. And if they're good enough to go to Worlds in the first place, like, I'm pretty sure that's something you can't just, like, buy your way in with a ticket or something like that. Um, you have a shot. That's why you're there. Right. And so people would have to offer... I mean, if first place is $55,000 at this local tournament, I mean, like, one person's going to have to offer up along the lines of, like, 450 to, like, half a million dollars to consider it. Because if you take down, you know, like, Worlds, um, you're going to get popularity. Your streams are going to go more popular. You can get more subscribers, especially in stuff like that. You get the prize money, you get the appearance fees, uh, and it's just, I'm sure there's people who have the kind of money in order to like be like, hey, throw this match, but <laughs> I don't think we'll see it at like Blizzard sanctioned stuff, especially if they increase price support. Okay. So that's that. Uh, that's how we stem the, st- stem the tide? You can't stem the tide with local tournaments that aren't sanctioned, though. Sure. Yeah, sure. Because like, I play Magic at a local comic shop. Um and it's not sanctioned by wizards or anything like that um and like anything could really go there like uh, i played in the states tournament this last uh past weekend and if you incorrectly determine a winner so if you're like well we'll just we'll just tie or whatever um or like if you're further ahead of me you can get the win because i don't care you'll get disqualified and you'll get probably like reprimanded from wizards maybe even banned just for uh, incorrectly determining a winner from that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like I said, Blizzard sanctioned tournaments won't probably see this issue 
hopefully at all. Um, but I don't know what we can do to stop local tournaments because any store can just hold a StarCraft tournament. Sure. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I Fair mean, enough. That's uh, that's more than I know about any of this. I'm not much of an esports guy. So I uh, follow StarCraft uh, very, very, very loosely. <laughs> Fair I enough. mean, I do too. It's just since I'm like so big into the Magic community and stuff like that. Yeah, you've got. Oh, that makes sense. It's the same thing. Experience. Yeah. yeah. You know. Um, I think it's less of an issue on like team games like Smite yeah. and League and yeah. you know your other atypical. I feel like there's probably something behind League. There's something going on, but I don't think I it's... haven't heard anything from League in a while. Is that dying off? No, 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 it no. Okay, I just haven't. It's pretty much they've anything. reached the top. They're not competing with anyone anymore. Well, like me and Aiden, like would talk to you about it and stuff like that, but we stopped caring. Yeah. That, that's what happened. I mean, I care, about, you, your friend, I care about Smite because Matt cares about Smite. Yeah. yeah. Smite, Smite's better than Link, too. It's fu- it's better to watch. I like watching Smite, but... But Battleborn's going to be better than all of them, right? Oh, naturally. <laughs> uh... Or Overwatch. <laughs> oh, Overwatch isn't a MOBA. It's not competing. Um... Oh, that's right. They, why would they make a MOBA to compete <laughs> with Heroes kind of, of the MOBA. Storm? It's, I mean... It has MOBA elements with, like, abilities and stuff like that. I, I think if we're going to call... Overwatch a MOBA, you gotta call Team Fortress Two a MOBA. Yeah, I mean, you don't have abilities in Team Fortress Two. You kind of yeah. do. You just have specialization and different characters. loadouts. Yeah, I mean, you you aren't like building up a special or anything no, like that. No, no, I I can kind of see where that's sure. coming from. Do we have any know. news on Gigantic? No, but that game looked really interesting. Well, which one is Gigantic? It's the one where like the final like who's power, making it? Um. I don't remember. Don't remember. Okay, it's like Microsoft in-house studios are okay. making it. Okay, because I, I know um, I, I saw. And that one was like basically like this is a console MOBA. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah, yeah. That was it. With the fox guy or whatever. Yeah, where you could jump around and <laughs> yeah. you actually had like movement. <laughs> yeah. I was pretty stoked for that. No, what? Um, I haven't heard anything, and I forgot the title. But thanks for that, Aiden. I you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't remember uh, what what it was, but I, I think I'm uh, remembering now. Uh, Blizzard had a game uh, f- a few years back that was kind of in a, um, I believe it was supposed to be a MOBA, a Titan. Or something like that. Project um, Titan was supposed to be their World of Warcraft killer. Yeah. But it was made by Blizzard, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It was going to be better than World of Warcraft. Uh, they were going to kill World of Warcraft with their own Essentially. Game? Okay. I mean, if that you're going to kill it, you know. That was during, like, Cataclysm, like, bad times and Mist of Pandaria <laughs> bad times. times. It was dark times. So they know, they, they kind of figured, this is dying. Wrath of the Lich King was our peak. We should create something new get a new well like i don't know if this is what they're actually thinking but it would be my line of thought if we get a new mmo world of warcraft wasn't actually the first mmo i think final fantasy 11 came before it actually yeah i think yeah. We, we looked at that the other day yeah um well and even but, that wasn't the first uh ultima i think was the first um mmo Way back in like mid nineties. Sure, I, yeah. I wouldn't know about that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, uh, you're you're further back than me. I, I don't know. I I, I, I assure you, I got it because of a cracked article. So sure. don't sure. cracked article. <laughs> so you know, take that with. Uh, I mean, I know a it exists. I know it's assault. I know it's with right. a salt shaker full. Yeah, words. exactly. Yeah. Also, there's an Eve Online two coming out, and I think that's hilarious. Oh my god. Um, but no, the the thing I saw about Titan was uh, talking about how um, Project Titan had and its production had influenced how Overwatch was eventually made. That, that mm. it, there was definitely some overflow from the old Titan stuff 
into what eventually became Overwatch. I don't think we ever even saw what Project Titan was. It we was didn't. Just, we yeah, just, it like, just so... and then knew it got canceled, like, two, three years sure. ago, I think. Something like that, sure. yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, was... I, I just couldn't remember exactly what it was. So. It was supposed to be uh, another MMO to replace World of Warcraft. Um, well, that's then... interesting that they're saying that they, that's kind of pulled over into Overwatch, then. That seems... Well, I mean, I th- you can have main characters or some story elements. Yeah, or I like, think like yeah, themes of it were. I suppose it could. They could have been a superhero-oriented yeah. deal, and then because Hero City did so well, DC Universe Online. Yeah, is uh, it still? Is it still? Up? That's still yeah, running. DC I, I, Universe is still kicking. I want to say. I want to say you can download it for free on PS4 and Xbox One. If I remember, people I come like in PS4. asking about that more often than I, I could, I would ever have thought. Really? Yeah. Oh my God! Wow. Um, it's different down here, man. <laughs> I know. I, I received a, a physical copy of DC Universe Online. I'm uh, sorry. I, I received it for free because a customer came in and wanted to it's trade it. Com- we don't take it because it's a free game. Like, yeah. why would I take that and trade? And he was like, well, I don't want it to throw it away or something. And I was like, I guess I'm going to take this home. Um, <laughs> I guess that's happening. I guess but this is mine now. I never put it in the system. But... Um, yeah, oh, I have so. plenty of games like that. Yeah, how does this happen? I just they got unwrapped, but that was about as far as they got. <laughs> right, Bravely Second. Actually, I think Bravely Second made it into the 3DS, but I don't think I ever started it up. It did, in fact. I mean, Lightning Returns. You got past the fact, prologue. The cartridge. <laughs> it's true. I played like two or three hours of that. I'm so proud of myself. <laughs> it only took you four months to oh pick my gosh. it up. Okay, so can I go off on a little tangent? Go for sure. it. Go for it. It's it's really not that long. Um, when I was a seasonal hire at GameStop. One of the other seasonal hires was there, too. And um, we were talking about Final Fantasy Lightning Returns. And I'm like, well, it was it was a pretty bad game. And he's like, what? I love that game. Come to find out that he has played Lightning Returns like five or six times over and has like platinumed it. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. Oh, he's no longer with us. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what happened to him, but... He's somewhere else. Now. He's in a better place, a place <laughs> with his people. No, but uh, talking about World of Warcraft killers and stuff, uh, we've got some copyright problems going on. Yeah, at, Blizzard uh, is the World of Warcraft <laughs> killer. Quite yeah, literally. Right? Uh, so we we did talk about this a week or two ago, I believe. Um, where Nostralius? Blizzard, yeah, uh, yeah, Nostralius. Jontron um, even did a video over it too. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of YouTubers did a lot of videos on it, and. To no avail, sadly. Right. But John, like John Chom, he, his was different. Like his actually like came from came from his heart and stuff like that. Like he didn't do his usual like zany like personality or his like curse words and stuff like that. Like he he's actually like why like why would you do this? You have you have a great game. You have like wonderful fans that that want to play this game. Uh, he understands if like they're paying for it and stuff like that. But he just didn't understand why and like he he made up a lot of good points in the video which usually usually jontron doesn't do you just watch it for him just like freaking out on like some stupid bad game or movie Um, yeah or he's doing movies now which i i I miss the games (laughs) because there's a lot of bad games he could play yeah um like defiance someone actually called in uh to gamestop and made us put defiance on hold for them what all three dollars of it 99 cents. Excuse you. Is it really? I, I could have sworn I saw it for $3 the other day. It's like $1.99 oh or something God. really, really low. Yeah, no, and I know I it's... Paid, 
it's pretty I paid cool 60 though. for that. Did they just binge watch the show and they're like, I want to live that now. No, I, <laughs> right? I need it. I want to, you mean by live, you mean die right now? <laughs> Please tell me you have the sci-fi original production video game based off the show. Oh, you mean uh, Red Faction Armageddon? Shut up. Um. <laughs> oh my god, I forgot Red Faction had a movie on it, sci-fi. It did, and it had the sci-fi logo on the, oh on the box. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh, what a time to be alive. And now we have a new, well, what might as well be a Red Faction game coming out this year with uh, Technomancer over the summer. So hey, if you haven't looks looked at, at least... that, it looks extraordinarily Red Faction. It is incredible. <laughs> it is Red Faction. It's like, Red Faction was such what? a weird and like terrible game, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. I think the, like, the original Red Faction and stuff like that seemed kind of like an action stealth kind of thing. And then the like Armageddon so came out, weird. and I'm like... What what happened to this game? Like Guerrilla Warfare was just like well, yeah, blow Faction, everything up. Red, okay, yeah. Red Faction Guerrilla was uh, open open world, and you can destroy like literally anything. If you yep. see a building, you can level it to the ground, and they encourage uh, it. <laughs> yeah, like that. That was you have a building full of enemies, and you need to take them out. Just like take out the support beam, and the whole yeah. thing. Co- you have a gun. <laughs> but try not to use it. Use the hammer. You have a gun, but use these explosives instead. <laughs> Yeah, you know, grab a car, strap some explosives to it, and run it into the building. Like, it's fine. Um, but, uh, no, even, have you guys played the original Red Faction for, like, the PlayStation 2 and yes. stuff? Oh, my God. I it watched was, my dad play it. It's special. It is. Yeah. It is very it, special. <laughs> Guerrilla Warfare is obviously the best game out of the three. Yeah, I, I think uh, overall either Red Faction 2 or uh, Red Faction Guerrilla are the, um, the, the two that, yeah, people generally like pretty well. Uh, and then Armageddon went for a third-person corridor shooter for some reason. Um, <laughs> Siffy. <laughs> but, um, no, the... Uh, World of Warcraft. Wor- World of Warcraft, that's where we were. Exactly, Aiden. Um, so, for, for those of you who need to catch up, they uh, had some vanilla servers, um, some old versions of the game running on servers, and Blizzard shut them down. Told them, nope. No more of that. Nope. Get out of here. Um, now, I, I, I did see that Blizzard sent out a statement as to why they were doing it and everything. Yes. Is that, really, is that the update? Yeah, is that's, the, that's the big update, yep. is that Blizzard finally spoke out okay. after so much public outcry. Right. And it was essentially... Explaining to everyone what copyright is. Yeah. Is more or less And <laughs> that if they let well, these guys do it, it, other people will do it, right. and it'll take away from their base. And then they're like... Basically, that well, it's not. It's not exactly that. If they let these guys do it, that other guys will do it. It's that if they let these guys do it and they know about it, they essentially lose their copyright. Yeah, yeah. It, it, they'll they can't selectively enforce the copyright. Yeah, unlike Eula's, which they can, but <laughs> that's different. Uh, no copyright. Uh, that yeah, they're saying that you know if we don't shut these guys down later, if somebody else comes up and we don't like what they're doing, we aren't going to be able to shut them down. Yeah. It was not. It was not in any way a hostile or an angry thing. It was just we have to shut them yeah. all down. And I mean, they, they said too that they've looked into doing old servers, but they and can't stuff. do it. Um, they said that. Okay, yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that seems. I ha- I will give them my physical copy of World of Warcraft for them to work with. Right. Because I've kept all the physical discs. Even even Warlords of Draenor, I have a physical disc. You ordered a physical disc. I did. GameStop tried so hard. They're like, I have this really cool like digital edition. If you just get the digital edition and not the hard one, you get bonus stuff. And I'm like, no. I you don't want... understand. I'll take yeah, the I penalty. The hard copy. 
Oh, but man. I mean, and... I was obstinate. <laughs> Always. And it's like, you know, well, how are we going to patch it? How are we going to fix it? You're like, you're you not. Patch- you're going to leave it alone. Like, the the server that they had up didn't didn't do patch updates or stuff like that. Like, they, they put it exactly as it was. Uh, there might have been some, like, quality of life things that they might have added in. Um, but other than that, like you were playing the original World of Warcraft with the original things. There were no party finders. It was all the original dungeons and raids, all the original gear, the original stuff that you you remember working with if you played during that time. Um, and you don't you don't need to update after that. Like people will play just that game to just play that game. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I I, I don't know. I because you you guys know me. I, I try to advocate for developers as much as I can. Um, I get where Blizzard is coming from that, you know, they've they've made these updates to their game. This is the game that they want to have out and experiencing that otherwise is problematic for them. Yeah. And I get that, but at the same time, you know, that it's there are people that do want to go back um like me that want to go back and play old stuff. You know, we want to see where it came from. Yeah, so, obviously. Um what are you laughing about, Spencer? Uh, Natalie sent me a text message that she may or may not have wrecked my car when I heard her lock it out in the parking lot. <laughs> Just, like, for heart attack purposes? or Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. Excellent. Done out done. Best game. Best game. <laughs> Way to go, Nat. Um, it's not fun. <laughs> not no, fun? No. She can't hear. Uh-huh. Still. Uh-huh. Okay. Um, but, yeah. So, I don't know. I I, I get oh oh, I get oh both World sides Warcraft news. Legion is coming out August 29th, which I'm definitely getting. It was you. What do you mean you? You with all of the physical discs? Yeah. Is there there's even a physical, a physical disc for this? There's going to be a physical release. There we has all to be. know it. <laughs> it's going to happen. And I'm going to get. It. <laughs> oh man, you better pre-order it. I don't think funny... I need to pre-order it. That's the funny thing. I feel like World of Warcraft at this point is just like dedicated fans just buy online now. I don't need to pre-order a physical copy. Yeah, maybe. Because they're trying know. to deter you from buying a physical copy. They, they are. Because I, they don't I want me to have, have that information. physical copies in my store. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, just, I don't know. I don't think we do. I haven't seen any. I've got one or two. That's pretty oh. nifty. Just like yeah, tucked right. away. Yeah. What's all the other like three PC games that we have? But um, yeah, Blizzard, I think Blizzard's been doing pretty well this year, actually. Um, they're releasing Overwatch. They're releasing a new World of Warcraft uh, expansion. Hearthstone just got an expansion. Heroes of the Storm is kind of... Okay, Heroes of the Storm is not doing well. Yeah, it's no. Not. It's really bad. I played it, and I thought it was bad. Um, but they just added Tracer for all you Overwatch fans. StarCraft got... Um, well, it got uh, Nova. Nova it got Co- the expansion last year. Yeah, for um, like at the end of last year. Yeah, yeah it was Protoss. Season, yeah. yeah, I forget what it was called. I don't have it actually. Oh gosh, oh, I can't that. remember. Mm-mm. I don't know. I was told to sell, sell, sell it, but I, I, I don't know how I was supposed to do that. But anyway, then uh, we got this yeah. Nova Special Ops. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, but they they definitely have a lot of good stuff coming out this year. I mean, I know there's a bunch of people who don't like World of Warcraft right now. Um, we'll see what Legion brings. They it have the Scholastic a... books coming out. What? Well, 
and yeah, they're, they're releasing Scholastic books. Weren't you saying that the Scholastic books are kind of tying into the Legion stuff? Or yeah, they that's are. What it looks like it looks yeah. like the captain on the Legion trailer is the father of the character in the Scholastic books, and they have a little little movie called Warcraft coming out this summer. Oh yeah, that's a thing. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna go see it, but you should probably not go see it. But we should watch it together. Oh my god, we should. Oh my I'll be god. down there by then. Oh my god. We'll go watch it together and cry together. <laughs> for different reasons and for some same reasons. You can tear it apart for being Warcraft. I can tear it apart for being a film. <laughs> and It'll be I'll in shreds. Cry. I'll just cry it's in just, the corner. It's just going to be know? bad. Oh my god. Um, but yeah, like... Never forget. <laughs> Warlord, uh, Warlords of Draenor um, actually did bring people back uh, into World of Warcraft. Um, at the end of the day, people I don't think very much like the garrisons because of um, it kind of killed crafting. It brought a uh, lot of tedium into the game, and that's a no. Game that it's not that. More it's, tedium. it's that it killed um, it killed crafting because you can just do dailies and get whatever crafting gear you want. Like you don't. It actually made it less tedious, so you don't have to go out and farm. Um, for leather, you don't have to go out and farm for cloth and stuff like that. And all you have to do is just like do stuff in your garrison, and you don't have to rely on other people to get gear or gems or high level stuff. Um, so it kind of like botched the economy. Um, and a lot of the time, it was just spent sitting in your garrison waiting for dungeon queues, raid queues, or like waiting for stuff in the garrison to like finish its uh, timer or whatever, basically to finish. Um, but like the gameplay was pretty solid. It had a story which was um, interesting to follow. Uh, so they really upped the the quality of a single player experience in Warlords. Um, so Legion Legion will probably bring something to that. Also with a new class being the Demon Hunter, which is really popular. Uh, people have been clamoring for Demon Hunter like since World of Warcraft's inception. Uh, <laughs> I feel like Legion Legion will definitely see the player spike at the release. Um, but do you think it'll have the retention that they need? Because they've been seeing a lot of losses after Draenor, like, looking back. Like, they're reaching an all-time low. Are they really reaching an all-time low? Yeah, they're low reaching now? an all-time low. Um, it depends. We'll definitely see a player spike. Uh, the retention is just questionable. Like, even, even at, at Lich King's best, it was just in the middle of it. Um, it seems that every, except for, except for what World of Warcraft and the Burning Crusade were out, there are a lot of people coming in because a lot of people hadn't played World of Warcraft before. You know, they didn't have a solid fan base. It was a new game. It was a new interesting thing going on. Um, so the reason why it went up and stayed up for those is because it was new. At this point, World of Warcraft is 11 years old. It's healthy. It's getting up there. 10 or 11 years old. Um, and so you have your fans, you have the people that don't like it, people who are going to play it have already played it, um, so you can't, they're not getting back to Lich King days. They will not. Like, that's just a given. Are we in the final years? The final years of World of Warcraft? Uh, I honestly thought Warlords was probably going to be the last one. Really? Okay. Hmm. Level cap of 100... Um, it got a lot of players back. It kind of felt a little nostalgic with old characters and stuff like that. Like it felt like it was probably going to be. It had that series finale feel to it. That final hurrah. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what's what's his name? Gromash Hellscream or whatever. Garrosh. No, not Gromash. 
Garrosh, that's right. Um, Garage. You would, you I only would, know that because I'm interviewing him in like a week. You had like watched him grow up in the Burning Crusade and stuff like that. Um, learned his father's mistakes from World of Warcraft. Watched him become uh, a war chief leader in... Like, it's it's really followed his story, and this kind of, like, ended it all up on the Horde side and stuff like that. Um, I never played the Alliance side, because they blow. Because uh, they're bad, no, you know? Alliance, Alliance is fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I just... If I was going to play a fantasy game, I'd rather be, like, an orc or a, like, cow character or whatever, rather than just, like, a human or an elf. Uh, I thought you always play human, more or less. Aren't you almost always vanilla human? Uh, D&D, he's always vanilla human. See, I'm not crazy. Vanilla I'm not hi- making this up. Thank you. I'm not a vanilla human in D and D. No, I am. I'm <laughs> oh, always. I'm always vanilla maybe, human, maybe warrior, getting... fighter class. Yeah, I was about to say like when I when I ran my campaign, I was uh, I thought... uh dragonborn. When I was doing it, when Tyler was a DM, I was a halfling. I thought you uh, were always when like, Tyler was oh, doing it. We were crying. <laughs> I was laughing because we were <laughs> we were supposed to die in an encounter and no one got touched. Nope. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> Oops. Three levels <laughs> above your grade. Let's do this. <laughs> Bring Done. it. You know? And we brought uh, it. Oh, man. Um, but, yeah. So, I guess that's World of Warcraft. That, yeah. That's the state of World of Warcraft. Ooh, it's chilly in here because it's a it's, blizzard It's outside. actually in its end days, but it still, it still sees, like... The plot of nope. Legion sounds like just a really strained sequel to, like... Well, and... Horde and Alliance are uniting in Legion. So yeah. this this probably is going to be the last one. Uh, when Sylvanas Windrunner and uh, the King of the Alliance, I forget his name, are putting aside their differences and looking like they're friends, especially the in... The final um, team-up. Yep. Classic trope. In Mists of to Pandaria. To fight the ultimate darkness that's better than uh-huh. anyone they've faced before. Classic. Yep. In Mists of Pandaria, there was a big team-up between Horde and Alliance to take down Garrosh. Uh, because he split the horde and stuff like that. Um, and then, you know, pretty much everyone was teamed up, but they had their own separate sides in Warlords of Draenor. And for Legion, it seems like they're teaming up. So with with the horde and the alliance not being at odds anymore... There goes your conflict. Where, where, where else can this game go? What do? <laughs> how do? What do, how do? Um, yeah, no, that's... Uh... As somebody who doesn't play World of Warcraft, I find that interesting. Um, so yeah, um, I guess so. Now we're we'll. Uh, I'm kind of surprised Matt's not in here yet. Yeah, um, we're getting a little. I know. I'm like, uh, wow. I'm getting to the end of my. Uh, we've been trying to stretch going it going on, but uh, we've had long conversations. Let's talk. Another point that I wanted to make. Oh God. Oh, you, um, <laughs> was that another point? No sure. game has ever been a World of Warcraft killer. Um, it's just been. It's, it's lived its life yeah. like <laughs> no one was going to take it down uh like no one's going to like take away hardcore fan base from it or anything like that the game was going to do that itself with being 11 years old with patches and updates and expansions like that um but if you're looking for a good mmo to play final fantasy 14 i will shameless plug i will say i have been enjoying playing final fantasy 14 and it's entirely Spencer's fault. So, I can honestly say I can't uh, play Final Fantasy XIV, and I'm still fine with it. Uh, you can when you get here. I have a PS4. That's true. There you go. Oh, no. Uh, but Catholics. Catholics. Or Christians, or whatever. Outlast 2. Yes. Outlast 2. 
it's uh, it's spooky, it's repressive, and it's Catholic. Yeah. Um, so. <laughs> um, we uh, we got some gameplay footage. Uh, two videos, uh, each I believe about five minutes piece. Yeah, um, something like that. Were uh, released for Outlast Two. Now, previously, all we had was a um, a teaser trailer, which featured a preacher like voice um, saying some stuff, and a essentially uh, if True Detective was good, cross. you would get Outlast. Okay, True Detective Season 1 was pretty good. Season 2? I've seen, like, the first episode of that. So just because I don't play horror games a whole lot, you're going to have to catch me up here, but I'm pretty sure Outlast was the one where you're in the asylum and you're the journalist or whatever? Yes, you're an investigative journalist. You go to the asylum on a tip. uh, You get stuck in there, and you discover um, a plot by Nazi scientists, I believe, is more or less the overall thing. And this one's looking like it's absolutely not that at all. Yeah, this one, uh, I, I don't think we've gotten any confirmation as to, um, I, th- I think we're playing a different character. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't... I would hope it's a different character. I, yeah, I, I didn't see anything about it being the same one, so I assume it's a different one. But it's kind of hard to tell, um, because they were it was a silent protagonist in the first one, but this time we do have a voiced protagonist. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, fancy, right? Is it because it, it's like no longer an indie game or whatever? Yeah, they have a budget this time. Which it's still, still 12 guys in a shack, like, but... Any, any, any title that's not like a triple A title that's a sequel is now like considered an indie game. Right. So stupid. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, Outlast is still an indie game. Like I said, Red Barrels is still like 12 guys in a garage. Um, but, I mean, I, I have been really impressed with what Red Barrels has done, uh, both with the first Outlast, with its DLC, and what they've said as far as their production mm-hmm. and everything um they've been a really impressive studio to follow um so i i think uh you know outlast 2 is looking pretty good uh something that stuck out to me is that we have a very different locale it's not um primarily indoors inside of an asylum or in the sewers underneath the asylum like the first one was uh, this one we have, um, it's kind of like a mountain valley kind of deal. Yeah. Um, where uh, you've got kind of like a little village in there. Um, we've seen bits with cornfields and uh, It reminds me kind of like, like the mountains of like Kentucky and Tennessee. Kinda. Yeah, and uh, which is, uh, that, that's where the first one was, um, the Northern Rockies, mm-hmm. I believe, uh, was where the yeah, it sounds about was right. located. Um, so we're kind of, uh, it kind of looks like we're still uh, maybe in the same area. Yeah. Um, so I think we're definitely going to see a related thing. This isn't going to be like 10 Cloverfield Lane. Where it's well, you know where you find uh, one crazy Nazi scientist conspiracy. You're going <laughs> to find a bound to be others. <laughs> Suddenly, they have a moon base, and it's it's bad. Um, Sarah Palin's there for some reason. I don't, I don't know. What do you mean for some reason? <laughs> what is that? It's quite obvious why she's there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, and where we left off with the last one, uh, I I think it'll be interesting to see what happens because the main character definitely should not be the player character this time. Maybe the character from the DLC could be, uh, could be that one. Um, I know I'd have to go back and look at it a little bit more, but, um, the player character in this one seems to have come into the situation with, um, I can't remember the name, but it was a woman's name. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's kind of trying to figure out where she went. They got separated or something. Um, and that was something that was very much tied to the DLC char- main character where he uh, 
uh, he had a wife that he was trying to get back to and stuff like that. Um, Can I just say it's really weird to hear that an indie game has a DLC? Oh, the DLC was so good, though. Well, no, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> saying it wasn't good. It's yeah, just like yeah, it's yeah. weird to hear indie game DLC. It's like, ugh. well, for we'll me, get it makes to sense. indie game DLC uh, in the next indie game uh, section that I'm going to bring up. Oh, here. of course. Um, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's all you, man. <laughs> yep, that it is sure is. Uh, I, I we'll get to it, but um, yeah, uh, the uh, the main character from the first one kind of ended in a position where he probably wasn't going to be a good guy. And if you were playing as him, you were going to be in a more prototype kind of uh, way. Like the ending was different. I, I, I was like, and then I really liked the ending, but our protagonist is in for some dark days. I'll, prototype I'll was that. so terrible. Um, yeah, I meant that in a good way, not not. Uh, no, no, I, I get yeah. what you're saying. It's prototype story, but better. <laughs> um, Wait, there's a prototype story? It wasn't a good one, but it was there. There were nanites. I don't know. I don't know. Nanites, Metal Gear. I don't. know. There was a hippie. Um, <laughs> yeah, nano machines. <laughs> all nano, nano machines. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, it's uh, yeah, cornfields, Valley Village caves. It's just a very different setup, and they are definitely evoking very religious symbology in this one what uh, the last time they did two uh one of the big climactic scenes was um the church and the asylum burning down yeah and i mean like so they've definitely stuck with some of that but i think they're expanding upon it a little bit and you know i'm just really excited to see what red barrels has in store for us um but uh a few weeks ago i was talking about um the sentinels of the multiverse video game i did a little review of it on yep. here i'm absolutely insane since um, then we have played it i mean we've all gotten to enjoy a little bit of it right yeah it's solid it's a game I mean, it, it's definitely it's it definitely has a its, card it, game it has its quirks <laughs> It's definitely a card game. Um, Better than some of the Yu-Gi-Oh games I've played. Yeah, it, it's well, a, a fairly decent interface as far as I that can goes. make a card game better than some of the Yu-Gi-Oh games you played. That's true. Right. But um, the Handelabra uh, Hand games—I have trouble saying their name—put um, up a Kickstarter for their Season Pass Two. Now, traditionally, Season Pass Twos have not been overly popular with uh, video games. Uh, this is a little bit different with them being more of an independent developer and then being um, basing it off of an actual physical game and everything. So this is a little bit different scenario. Um, but they're running into some trouble on the Kickstarter where they're having a lot of people saying, you know, why would I kickstart a season pass? Why wouldn't I just wait for this Kickstarter to finish and then get the season pass yeah. once it's up on Steam? You know, why would I go through this? And, um, the same reason why you get a season pass in the first place. Right. Why would you pay it's for like content? it's literally no different for you. Like, are you, oh god! But more or less, the idea is, I, I'm sure you've run into this a lot with uh, with work, Spencer, where people are like, you know, I, I don't want to buy a season pass until like the first DLC comes out, or until like maybe the first two DLCs come out. To so see what but you're like, getting for your money. Sure. But like that makes sense. Yeah, uh, that's fairly. Like reasonable. I can't fault someone for like wanting yeah. to do that. That's fairly reasonable, um, and particularly the only... on big scales, like uh, something like an Assassin's Creed season pass, Call of Duty season pass, something like that. I kind of get that, for sure. Um, Call Call of Duty, you can usually get. It's like, are you gonna get the maps though? Like, 
We know you're getting the maps. Just get the season pass. Just do yeah. it, man. Come on. Just do it now. Call of Duty, it's pretty much... There's always going to be those people who are like, all right, right, the game says it's 60 but it's really 90 bucks." Right. Um, but what, what I found interesting is uh, yesterday they actually posted an update to the Kickstarter page um, that was kind of talking about their development for the game, why they decided to do this uh, Kickstarter instead of just doing the normal, just release a season pass, get do that. Um, and it, it's kind of a nice insight into how video games are made in general and i think that's something that um i know we talked about it last time where there's a disconnect there uh between some of the um audience and uh what developers have to go through for it um and you know they were talking about having made the initial game um they spent about uh a hundred fifty thousand dollars Something like that. On there uh, to make the game over seven months uh, with, like, six salaried employees and six contracted employees, um, give or take. And that's, they did that, and it sold fairly well and everything for them, and they decided to go into uh, their first season. They released their first uh, expansion alongside the Season 1 pack, um, and... At that point, you know, they didn't have really any idea going forward, like, how much money each expansion was going to be for them to produce. Um, so they kind of went into it blind, and they just sort of, like, you know, we'll put the $20 stamp on the season pass. Hopefully that's going to be enough. We don't know. Um, and basically, over the course of season one, all that the company had to go off of were the sales from the main game, from the first expansion, and from the season pass. Right. And some months were fine, and some months were not as fine. Um, and that that was a constant struggle that, you know, are, are we going to have enough money to actually fund ourselves this uh, this time? And the CEO said that he took uh, several uh, bits uh, bits of time where he, he didn't receive pay um, so that his employees could get in there and everything like that. And he, he's like, yeah, I am not I don't regret that. You know, I'm a CEO. It's my job, whatever. Um, but that it was not a difficult or it was a very difficult process for yeah. him. Um, and the reason why they're doing the Kickstarter is because since Kickstarter is an option for them, to be able to get that uh, 80000 is their goal for it. Um, they're already at like 55000 or something, so they'll probably get there because um, they're only a little over a week into it. But, you know, they're trying to get all of those funds up front. That way they, they know they can put a certain amount of money towards it. It's not really any different for the consumer, but it's definitely going to help them out yeah. with it. Um, and just I, I saw people com- uh, commenting on it saying that, you know, hey, maybe season passes and all this DLC stuff that we've been seeing a lot of and hearing a lot of complaints about, maybe that's a little more realistic within the gaming model than a lot of people are willing to admit. Um, that you know maybe evolve doing two seasons and evolves doing a bunch of different characters as DLC wasn't so much a cash grab as just this is a big game it takes us a lot to develop these characters it takes a lot to develop this game um, they were building an engine from scratch yeah. <laughs> to make this game um, and I mean I don't know it, it just it really it spoke to me I guess uh, clearly it was speaking to some people on on there um and uh i I couldn't help but uh bring it up i i don't know i i think it's something important to understand as far as the cost that goes into making games and it's something you're passionate about and that's okay sure yeah no no it's it's not okay to have passion uh, excuse you tone it down as we spend Um, 20 minutes on (laughs) blizzard 
Um, My passion right now is Final Fantasy, and I only I only name dropped it once. I'm sorry. Graphic design is my passion. But, <laughs> the um, frog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, what, how, how how do you guys feel about that? I guess, does that seem reasonable to you guys that we're seeing uh, more games that have more than one season pass after a year or two of being out? Um, is that something that's acceptable? Or is the amount of DLC that we're seeing in the marketplace right now is that an acceptable cost? Or I would say it depends on the game, mm-hmm. um, like depending on the genre, especially with like fighting games. Um, I typically for like Street Fighter, I want to pay one season pass to get all the characters available because most okay. of them are just reskinned. They've been in the game for thirty years. Whereas something like um, like uh, Sentinels. For it to have multiple season passes or for Evolve to have multiple season passes, I think it makes sense because these are different seasons and these different seasons impact the game in their own unique way. You're essentially paying for an additional experience on top of the game that you're getting. Right. And I think that's acceptable. Whereas, but I don't think it's something that we'll be seeing a lot because Call of Duty typically does the one season pass because they have a new game coming out every year. Yeah, because it's, the new game is the new season. Exactly. It's right. bringing out, you know, right. it's stretching it out almost. Um, almost. Well, it is. Um, but you don't see it for like, sure. which is, it's interesting that you don't see it in sports games, but it's again, there's a yearly sports game. Sports game comes out every year. Sure. Well, like, what can you do for a sports game, you know? Like, yeah. yeah. I mean, no, sports that... games are more oriented towards the microtransaction side of yeah. things, um, which is, again, what? it's a very similar concept to it. If you look at something like NBA or Madden, which are the two big ones that come to mind, uh, like there's a, there's a player season. Like there's a season, all the players are all, all on the team. Like mm-hmm. no one really switches in between or anything like that. Like what what more can you release DLC wise, other than like creating your own custom character or something like that? And even that's been in there, and they've fine tuned it to be nightmare inducing. <laughs> yeah, I mean they've just done the online currency and stuff so that uh, for customization options, like different like costumes and yeah. different stats and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, but no, I mean multiple season passes. If you're not having a game come out every other year and it's not just like have all these brand new fighters, I'm totally fine with having multiple mm-hmm. season passes. But I think it's on a case by case basis. Okay, what about you, Spencer? Uh, so like something like Fallout, like when Fallout comes out with a season pass. I expect to get all the DLC with my season pass. Like, I don't expect them to release DLC outside of it unless it's like, here's a gun skin pack. Like, that, I don't care about. Okay. But if I'm paying, you know, like 30 at the beginning or whatever, or 50 now, um, for a game like Fallout and Bethesda, where their season passes have always been worth it. Uh, well, they've always been, you buy the season pass, you're going to get all the content we're releasing for this game, like, hands down, like, no questions asked. Um, and so for a company like that to go back on a season pass like that and be like, well, there's a season one pass and a season two pass, that's where it starts to get a little sketchy for me. I think Mortal Kombat did it. No, they didn't do it. They, um, um, combat, they had a, they had a combat pack one and a combat pack two, but they yeah. never have as a season pass. Um and then Killer Instinct infamously is all season passes. Sure, but I mean, is it is it just a terminology thing then that is really upset? Because I mean, a com- I feel like we've had this conversation before, but probably I think so. I think it is all okay. down to how you word it and how you you know maneuver it. And again, like I said, case by case basis. Like Spencer was saying, um, Bethesda, you expect to get everything. You expect to get the happy homemaker with the vampire woman. I mean, you right. just expect. 
everything. Those are two separate DLC. I know, but that's what I'm saying is <laughs> yep. one builds a house, the other one has a whole new story epic. They could very easily be two different, you know, season pass packets, okay. I guess, mm-hmm. but you know, Bethesda always does one. Um so for them to do multiples not unheard of, it's just not something that I think will catch on. I think I think it will come down to like telling people exactly what's in a season pass. Like if if Sentinels releases a season one pass and a season two pass, um, it should be labeled a season one pass mm-hmm. before it. Like if it was just like Sentinel season pass with no number on it or something like that. Yeah. Um, I, I think I they've like always it, had season pass one on their thing. I'm as long as they telegraph it, I'm fine with that because then you know what you're buying. If you buy a season pass and you don't get all the content and a season two pass comes out. Um, and you didn't like specify like, hey, this is only the content we're doing for the year or up until this certain point. Uh, that's when absolutely fans, like fans of the game or people who have the game about the season pass, should be in an up uh, uproar uh, because it was basically false advertising. Well, I mean, when I think of a season pass, I guess I I always think of that as it, it's like a TV show. That's why they call yeah. it a season, and that. You know, there, there's going to be a season one, and there's a possibility for a season two. When, when you hear, when I hear, but season see, pass, that has not been the case up until I've heard Sentinels and Killer Instinct. I guess since I've been playing since like 360, uh, where DLC was actually a thing. When you bought the season pass, you were getting all of the extra DLC content, and it's it's always been like that for uh, calling a season pass and stuff like that. Um, so maybe just the name needs to be changed, but when you buy a season pass and it just says season pass and there's no number, you should expect to get everything from that because that's what it's always been for all the games of all ages. Um, like I said, you need that differentiation to say, this is not, this is not basically a code for a game of the year edition of the game where it comes with everything. Mm -hmm. We're doing this in seasons. This is for the first year or whatever. Um, well, I, I, I guess I would uh, term that as uh, planned DLC. The currently planned DLC is included within the first season. But then you can call it like Omnibus 1 or Omnibus 2 sure. as opposed to a sure. season pass. Or Destiny went for expansion pass. Exactly. Um, uh, Fallout did something a little bit different where they uh, they had all their planned DLC included in their season pass. Uh, they started working on it and they started thinking about more DLCs that they wanted to put in there. So they just ex- expanded the size. Yep. of the season pass and expanded the price of the season pass. But see, here's the thing, is that people who got the season pass at first paid the $30 for all of the content. Right. Uh, and and they, they said, you know, like, if you buy the season pass, you're going to get all the content because mm-hmm. that's that's what season passes are in video Definitely. games. Video games are different than a TV series. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, they, they, they expanded season one and they decided to go for that. And I, I think a, a company like Bethesda can afford to do that but if that if that's an indie developer if that's somebody like uh Hondalabra games with sentinels and stuff they do that they go under yeah like it's... yeah and i like if they're one doing different season passes and stuff like that like here's all the year one content here's all the year two content as long as they as long as they say this is year one content year content uh year two content i'm fine with that because people people know what they're getting into. Right. It's just that labeling it as like a season pass and not saying that like, hey, this is actually like season one, season two, season three, like a television series. Um, gamers 
who play games know that a season pass isn't like a television show where there is a season one or a season two. It's it's basically a, a game of the year edition of the game uh, ahead of time. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. But yep. as long as they as long as they say you know, I have no qualms. All right. No, I I just. I don't know. I, I, I see it particularly within the uh, independent sphere that DLC and um, even uh, season passes and stuff is um, not only a norm, but at this point in time, it's a necessity within the um, rather volatile market of the uh, of video games. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I mean, I, I just I'll, I'll always take season passes with a grain of salt. Yes. Um, know, I mean, th- know that a lot of the times it's not just the cash grab or something like that, and it it might. But sometimes be, it is. It, well, it, it I guess it is a kind of a cash grab in the sense that we need money to make well, games. Well, I'm, I'm thinking like <laughs> Batman <laughs> DLC where it's not. Sure, sure. And I mean, I I think even to some extent Batman was kind of in that way because I mean you had WB publishing it, but I mean Rocksteady is still not a huge company. No. I mean, and that's um, even Turtle Rock that does uh, evolve, and they have 2K publishing, and 2K is one of the big names in the publishing. One of the business. biggest, and uh, but Turtle Rock is still only a handful of guys yeah. making it, guys and gals. Um, so I mean, I, I think it, it's still very important, particularly for those types of companies, um, and. I mean, it's either that or you do what Insomniac's doing and you make five games in one year. Um, <laughs> it's one or the other, right? Either you do a lot of DLCs or you just do a lot of games. It's one or the other. Um, but, yeah. So I, I guess that kind of um, – Matt's still not here, but I'm kind of getting out of out of stuff to talk well, about. Well, we have a question I mean, and we can talk we, about the got, upcoming yeah, games. Yeah, we've got plenty of upcoming releases. Uh, we, we can talk a little bit about E3. Mm-hmm. Um and stuff like that with well, the upcoming um, recent news. Neo, the upcoming um, like samurai studio oh, game. Oh, Ni- yeah, Nio or Nio, yeah, or, yeah. yeah. Uh, it Nio recently H. has this alpha, and it's allowing players to choose between better frame rate or better graphics while they're playing in the alpha, which is kind of interesting. I mean, isn't that a trade-off a lot of the time? I mean, if you don't have like. No, but what they're the saying is stuff. you get to choose one or the other. Regardless of what your yeah, tech is? pretty much. What? <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's weird. It is. But, and um, this is like the Dark Souls kind of... Dark Souls in ancient feudal Japan, kind of. Yeah. With guns. Okay. That just sounds bad. Like, what? not like the gameplay or whatever. Like, if that's your thing, man, go for it. I personally wouldn't probably play that. Um, <laughs> but, like, if my, my tech can handle an FPS increase and a graphics increase, I, I should have both. Well, I, no, I think you're going to get both. Again, you have to remember, this is the alpha of it. So this is bare bones of bare bones. So obviously when it's done, you'll probably have both. But it's just... One like can it, only hope. It popped up on my phone, and I thought I'd Look, bring it up. Look, when, when <laughs> Minecraft was an alpha, okay, well, yeah. you didn't have to choose. You got everything. When Minecraft was an alpha, I was punching trees and crying. Not um, Nio too is uh, that that's been in that's been in some level of production for almost twelve years. Yeah, now too. So it's I mean, been around. Talk about games that are going to have a hard time making up money. Kingdom Hearts three. Yeah. Um, uh, I'll Squeenix can't afford it. Um, Squeenix can afford like anything. This is a weird Dude, year for Squeenix. Squeenix is having a rough times. What are you talking about? 
Screenix are they actually more, having rough times? Screenix yeah, has more or less actually... said Final Fantasy 15 sells really well or we're going to be in trouble. They said they wouldn't remake 7 unless they didn't have any other choice. They, they I thought they said they wouldn't remake ago. 7 until a game over like one of their mainstay Final Fantasies beat it out. Which, Final Fantasy 14 might have actually beat it out. I don't know. Well... Final Fantasy fourteen charges you fifteen dollars a month too, so that you know it that, depends. That helps. Fourteen's <laughs> probably helping them keep the lights on, honestly. Yeah, and I mean we we had um Rise of the Tomb Raider had some trouble last year and that was one of their titles. Um I, maybe that'll see a little bit of a boost once it's I think the biggest PS4. trouble that it had is that it was uh timed exclusive. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean I think that really hurt it on top of releasing on the same day that Fallout four did. I know there's not necessarily yeah, a lot idea. of crossover there per se, but, but anything that comes you. out with Fallout Four, <laughs> yeah, I mean the Eclipse was palpable. It was, um, yeah. I mean, yeah. So Squeenix, yeah. Hopefully they're they're gonna do okay. They're struggling. Um, ever ever since Sony let them go, I think they've um, they've been hurting a little bit. Um, but and even before that, they weren't doing super hot. But when you're part of a bigger company, it, it helps. Yeah, it doesn't matter quite as. But even much. Sony's not doing too um, terribly hot. Outside of the video games, yeah. Sony outside of video games, was huh? it after twelve? What Sony dropped them after twelve. Yeah, I think it was just a no, no. It was um, they haven't made it. I don't think they've made a Final Fantasy game since Sony dropped them. Um, it was around the time the PS4 came out, so it was about two years ago. Oh really? Yeah. So yeah, they wouldn't have had a Final Fantasy um, property. To be fair, um, the original fourteen was bad. A lot of people didn't like thirteen. I personally liked twelve. I don't think it got like too high reviews. Twelve didn't do too well at all. Uh, and eleven was like released on a PC in two thousand five when everyone who's been with Final Fantasy has been on consoles. Yeah. So like they've just like targeted the wrong people. Yeah, I mean, and, well, and that's the same thing with Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider is previously a PlayStation exclusive yep. game, and then to make it a timed exclusive on Xbox. To be fair, Final Fantasy was previously an exclusive Nintendo game, so. Well, and then it went to Sony. And, and then it went it, to Xbox. Yeah, so, I mean, they, they've moved around a lot there, too. I think 13 um, was the first one that was on the Xbox. Yep. Yeah, something like that. Uh, yes, yes, you're right. Yeah, yeah 13 was the first one that... Because I remember there was that some was big crossed. hype about it, mm-hmm. and then Kingdom Hearts three will also be on Xbox as well. Yep, yep. and I, I, and unless it's something like Rise of the Tomb Raider that they've made a specific publishing deal, um, I think that's you know multi platform. Yeah, probably the way they're going to continue going outside of things like uh, the way they Fantasy should go. Explorers, uh, Bravely Second, um, the one that they're making. The, I can't remember Dragon Quest World of, World of Final Fantasy. Um, yeah, Dragon Quest. Um, Stuff like that. Which, I, good I mean, luck if you ever want to see a new Dragon Quest game. We're not getting one. Really? Did uh, World Trees Woe kill it? Or I mean, there's just like, I mean, no one really <laughs> cared about 9 and 10 yeah. just kind of fizzled out. So we'll give you ports. All the ports. We ports for days. Hasn't that been this generation? Just been a generation of ports? Pretty what? much. Hey, Last Guardian is coming out this year. All right. It's happening. After how long? All right, it's happening. Eight years? Nine years? Uh... I remember seeing a trailer for it on G4. On G4, Eamon. <laughs> Retro. Um. On Cinematech, <laughs> which shows how old I am. Yeah. Cinematech was the best. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, is there any other miscellaneous news you guys want to throw uh, out there until Dark Souls director kind of says that Dark Miyamoto. Souls three probably mm-hmm. won't be. It'll probably be the last one that he's working on. He wants to work on new things. Yeah, I, I think he's stated that dark, that's going to be uh, the last Dark Souls game. Whether other people within FromSoft want to take it up, yeah, who knows. Uh, that's what happened with Dark Souls two. I, I think he was kind of done with it after Demons and Dark Souls one, and then they kind of did Dark Souls two, and he's like, no, 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 I'm going to come in and fix it. Also, hilarious story. <laughs> Uncharted 4 had copies stolen in the UK. In the UK? Yep. yep. And the Sony has to te- is teaming up with the cops to try and find out where their copies went. Yep. Street date was broken. Um, yeah. Uh, it's hard to tell whether that's... I would love if that was like... Game, uh, soon to be ex-EB Games. Employee. Yeah. And then once they find the perpetrators, that will be a thief's end. Hey! Oh! Zane. I would love if that was like a marketing ploy. Like, Uncharted 4 has been stolen! It was his greatest heist ever. <laughs> By Nathan Drake. <laughs> he doesn't want you to play this game, so play the game. Surprise, it was Nolan North all along. <laughs> all along. All it's along. always Nolan. All right, you got a question for us while we go over the new games? Yeah, um, I, I think what I'm going to go with for you guys today, um, since we are looking at a bunch of new releases coming up um, within the next year, I mean, th- this is equivalent to uh, around the time of 2007, 2008, where we saw all kinds of new IPs coming out, all kinds of new stuff coming out for the PS3 and Xbox 360. Um, you know, we're, we're in around that time now. Uh, the comf- developers are very comfortable. Um, I guess my, my question for you guys is, what is your most anticipated or mo- most excited for um, E3 stuff? Oh. Either an, an announcement or an announcement that you're hoping for, or something, or is um, is there something that you know is going to be there that you just can't wait to hear more about, um, or something like that? I mean, I got gotcha. you. So uh, any of that stuff. Um, but while you guys think about that, I'm going to give you uh, some titles to think about. Um, some of these will be at E3, so maybe. Uh, I mean, I think I think I already have my answer. I have mine too. Wow, that's yeah. fast. Yeah. Uh, I think I know what mine is too. But let's just go over the you new know releases. What? We'll wait and see if Matt wants to come in and answer a question. Oh, we're running someday. low because I got class in like fifteen minutes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, so yeah, uh, we got a bunch of summer releases. Very busy, very packed summer. Uh, we've got Battleborn coming out next week. Next week, um, and when it comes out, Overwatch beta opens. Overwatch beta opens at the same time. They're definitely beta. not competing with each other. What? Not no. at all. <laughs> not definitely getting Battleborn though. Yeah. Um, but then uh, at the end of next month, we have uh, Overwatch coming out. Um, also getting that. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. We've got Uncharted 4 coming out uh, May 10th. You okay there, Spencer? We had a buzz. Yeah, yeah okay. uh, we're all good. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it likes to cut out. Oh, oh, oh um, no. I dropped my battery. So we got Uncharted 4 coming out. That's going to be a big one. Um, not getting that one. You I, are. I have not pre-ordered it oh, yet. Oh, that's right. You're waiting. I'm probably... Wow. Oh, I know. I'm abstaining. Took some it's, self-control. It really did. I'm like, that steelbook and art book for only like 80 bucks. That's who. And you're um, the collector. I know. Uh, but I, I just can't get into that Uncharted this time, I guess. I, I can't. Everything I see about it, even like the most recent trailers and stuff, I'm like, I can't quite get the feel going. Well, then um, we got that GameStop goodness. Yes, we've got uh, Song of the Deep coming out um, for the first game, the published game by uh, Game Trust is yep. that division. 
Um, Want to know something? I'm not getting that game. <laughs> it's fifteen dollars, man, and it's Metroidvania. What's not to like? I don't. The fact that it's called Metroidvania. That's what's yeah, I mean, yeah. Metroidvania is a plague on language, but. Um, but when you say it, everyone knows exactly what yeah, you mean. Yeah, it's like, I don't know what else to call it, you know? Yeah, no. Like, I just, I don't know. Um, so we have Song of the Deep coming out. Uh, hopefully that's pretty cool. Uh, a game I'm pretty sure nobody cares about, Homefront Revolution. Because the um, first um, one was so enticing. They they said that they're revamping the whole entire gameplay. But this is the there second a bunch game. Of Call- doesn't matter. Like, there was a whole bunch of Call of Duty players that picked up Homefront. Um I'm sure they can trick people again, and maybe they are not tricking people, and it's actually a good game. Spencer, the story revolves around North Korea beating us. Aiden. Invading. Have you have you seen Call of Duty in like the past, I don't yes. know, six years? I mean, Kevin Spacey being a bad guy, I can totally believe. I can't believe that Kim Jong-il well, reached the launch button. Br- Brazil stole our satellite or something? Oh, yeah. In uh, what, Modern Warfare 2? <laughs> no, I believe that was Ghost. Yes, it was Ghost. It was Ghost. Um, Two just had the favela, which was the best map. But uh, other than Terminal, Terminal was pretty great. Yeah, I I don't know a home front. I mean, the first one was not like it, it was bad. It was bad. You can, you say, can it's say bad. Uh, uh, can I? Yeah. I mean, yeah. yeah. I, it was pretty rough to say the least. I have some people be like, oh yeah, that's like my favorite shooter on the Xbox 360. I know they're probably they're lying. Wrong. Uh, they're they're just <laughs> they're lying or they're wrong. wrong. Um. But yeah, so we do have Homefront Revolution coming out. Uh, Shadow of the Beast is another title coming That's out. It's a remake, isn't it? It or... is a remake of. Oh gosh, it's, it's really an, old. It's I, like I, an old. I want to say it's Atari, something like that. Um, not not new. Yeah, it, it is like eighties. Yeah, <laughs> to say the I'll least. take a pass then. Yeah, we also have um, Shadow Warrior Two coming out, which is also another Shadow Warrior Two. Got uh, lo- taking a look at uh, Pax East. Yep, East. Yeah. Packs. Um, so, uh, and Shadow of the Beast is going to be a. Um, it's like a 2D God of War for the PlayStation, I guess, is the best way I can describe that. Um, and then, yeah, like you were talking Shadow Warrior, which is a sequel to the remake of an old game. <laughs> so, eh. um, we have Mirror's Edge Catalyst coming out. Um, that just got a little bit of a push. It was like two or three weeks, um, but that's still coming out this summer. It looks actually kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I, I actually went back and played the first Mirror's Edge uh, not too long ago. I really liked it. Um, again, it's not one that I've pre-ordered, but I'm probably going to be picking that up. Like one of the first few pre-owned copies that comes in, maybe. I might I might be picking that up. Um, when does it come out? Oh, gosh. Uh, let's see. It was going to be coming out. I want to say it's like mid-June now. Um, okay, so I, you can still use that twenty percent off a pre-owned item coupon if you haven't used it yet. I I've already used it because I I'm, haven't used it yet. I'm terrible, but uh, we have uh, Kirby Planet Robobot, which uh, we did talk get about that. Yep, I'll I, probably get it too. I love me some Kirby. If I had a 3DS, I totally play it. Um, Kirby just works so well on the 3DS, and I I, the reason I like this game so much is it's a callback to what it was. It's not that you get to play as Clay Kirby or Yarn Kirby. I just want Kirby that sucks up things, gets their powers, and fights. It's Give me that Crystal center. Shard's goodness. Right? Mm. I mean, I, I'm still a Kirby's Adventure guy, honestly. Like I, Kirby's Adventures is fine. I, I Same rock, idea. I rock the NES Kirby. Um but we also have uh, No Man's Sky coming out for finally. PC and PlayStation 4. Yep, finally. Exactly. Uh, that's coming out in June. Um, a I'm lot not going to pick that one up. 
Hey. Oh. Hey, there right. he is. What's your thing you're most excited for at E3? That's your question. Yep. All right, we're, now we're running more. through a few more things, but that's the question, so think about it. Okay. Think hard. Okay. Uh, that's Matt in here, finally, everyone. Um, a lot he, of stuff. He did his best. <laughs> he did his he best. Did his he best. tried. Um, that's what we're writing I'm on sweating. his tombstone. I'm upset that we have class. <laughs> or else we Matthew keep Turner, going. he did his best. Um, and uh, Deus Ex, uh, that's late summer. Uh, we I got think that. after they tortured that guy, they really they. I haven't heard anything. Like I am not they tortured in somebody. Well, in their campaign, <laughs> they quote unquote tortured someone, and you had to oh, watch the live torture stream. Yeah, and I it, vaguely recall. That. Yeah, and yeah. it wasn't. Well, they also had the tiered uh, marketing. Yeah, they had the tiered pre-order thing, and I know people were upset about that because it's terrible. I don't know. They they tried to they tried to make it interactive. Like I get it, I, but I they failed it. miserably. Um, Very. Yeah. Uh, it stir it stirred up news about and, it. I'll and tell speaking you that. of failures, what else we got coming out? Uh, the last big one I have on here is Metroid Prime Federation Force mm. is coming out for the mm. 3DS. Yeah, that's a yum, that's some yummy yummy failure. Metroid's here. But I'll probably get it. Not gonna lie. Sight. Yeah, right. I will. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Matt's I'm on Metroid board. Fan. I'm a Metroid fan, so. Hey, man, me too. But I mean, it's barely Metroid. It's yeah, but you don't have game. a 3DS because you're a scrub. Uh, it's true. Oh! It's true. It's weird. I... You have everything else but a 3DS. Yeah, basically. Yeah. Um, I have a Vita. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have you, and a PlayStation. You have TV. like the worst piece of trash handheld. How dare no you? 3DS. How dare you? All right. Well, I, I, Matt, do, do you have yeah. your? Re- okay, you're ready to go. <laughs> Can I just um, say the funniest news I ever saw on someone's Facebook feed today? Go for it. Grand Theft Auto 6 will be based in Houston, and they're developing a city like Houston. That's a lie. It is, but it's <laughs> hilarious Why? that someone believed it. That's a lie, just like uh, Elder Scrolls 6. Yep. Uh, yep. <laughs> there was a guy that tried to pitch that to the news team. I know. You sent us yeah. a message about it. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, no, it's that same thing that's been floating around where you click it and you get Rickrolled. No, he's like, just, yeah, no, from somewhere on the internet. No, it no. was on Facebook. I can tell you it was on it's, Facebook. It's bad. And you click the link. But, yeah. So he tried, I mean, though. He tried. Yeah. <laughs> Things not happening. Grand Theft Auto 6 this year. Elder Scrolls 6 this year. It's not happening. No. Get over it. That we know. Um, it won't. <laughs> if, if anything's happening with Rockstar, it's Red Dead. And if anything's happening with Bethesda, I don't know what no. it is. But it, it's Dishonored, probably. Um, yeah, so let's see. Who wants to start with the... Uh, let's let the guests go. Yes, shall we? Yes. Spencer, guest. Oh, I thought, I thought Matt was the guest. He well, he's also a guest. Oh, man. Ah, <laughs> uh, you see, I've missed the Burns. I have. I've, a guest I've on his own it. show. That's that actually one. what I played in States, Burn. I made 12. Beautiful. <laughs> it's you, honestly. All right, um, what, what do you got So for I'm us? going first? Yep. So... The only game that I've really been playing consistently at this point is Final Fantasy XIV, yep. and I pick up other games just to say I have them, uh, but I don't actually play them. But yep, it's coming okay. up to the point uh, to where we might see another expansion here at the end of the year, beginning of next year, so there might be some information on that at E3, um, but of course, like big stuff like Final Fantasy VII, I would be super stoked for. Um, which happened last E3, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think I it was the Tokyo winter. Game Show. Yeah, it was last it. winter that they yeah. showed up. Well, yeah, they they announced it and they had the teaser trailer for it, but mm-hmm. we didn't see gameplay or anything yeah. until. Oh, um, I just I just cared about that teaser trailer. Oh my god, <laughs> uh, that's still all I care about, honestly. So so Final Fantasy VII news and uh, fourteen news. So you're looking forward to that Square Enix conference. 
will not watch it, but yes. <laughs> wow. I never watch E3. The Square Enix conferences are something to watch. La- they they la- are an experience. Last year They're they fun. had the creator of Nier come in mm-hmm. with the like the head, the, the helmet, oh God. which and is it, horrifying. Like you, you know, like the rest of E3 is like this big presentation. It's this big party. The Square Enix conference is like a board of directors meeting. Yeah, <laughs> it's the most it's bland, so, so dry. flavorless. <laughs> There's like no mm. color. It's Oh my god! My favorite type of bread is toast. Yeah, it's oh my god! That's great, right? Uh, So we'll go with the second guess for for the other one, Matt. What what do you got? There's two that I'm really looking forward to. Uh, The new rare game, uh, Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves. Thieves. Really, that seems really awesome. I can't wait to see some more stuff about that. Xbox One exclusive. So Uh, Xbox and PC. So technically, is it on there? So it's probably part of the Microsoft presentation. Cool. Yeah, and then um, also, what is it? Ukulele. Oh yeah, Ukulele. Mm, I yeah, yeah, want to see some more that. Kickstarter, I'm not sure. Will we... I'm pre- they're pretty sure. Probably some conference is probably going to okay. put up something about it. We'll like, have I a have showcase a feeling it's like it, a Banjo Kazooie yeah. spiritual successor. Like people are going to be like, "Yeah, I want to sure. see that." They and might then, have a booth or something. Yeah, so like yeah. someone might actually Plus, try to get. Nuts and bolts it. not good enough for you, Matt. No. <laughs> I like nuts and bolts. Have you? Think? Wait, did you? <laughs> yes. Oh god, I you're you so wrong. It. No, I hate it as a banjo kazooie game, but as a car creation game, amazing. <laughs> Such I an thought, odd okay. niche to be into. <laughs> okay. Mm, car creation games, my, my favorite. Ca- my car flew, went underwater, and dropped tactical nuclear bombs on people. The okay. <laughs> Festive. All right. That so doesn't I'm... sound like a car anymore. <laughs> right. That ain't no car. Had wheels. Matt or not Matt? Aiden. Um, I'm excited for the one that most people are probably not excited for anymore, Nintendo. I want my Pokemon news, and hopefully, hopefully, I want them to skip Yokai Watches 2 and 3 and give us a Western port of 4, because it takes place in America, and I want to see what American Yokai look like. Wait, there was a 2 and 3 that have already been made? Yeah, but they're not here. They're already on 4. How long has Yokai Watch been out? The original, like 2010. Yeah, I was. Yeah. Well, yeah. Really? Yeah, in Japan. Okay. It only just now got oh, here. Oh, they're cranking yeah. those. Well, it's it's beating Pokemon in Japan. <laughs> it beat Star Wars in Japan. It, yeah, it beat Star Wars in Japan. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but it sold more tickets. Yeah. It literally sold yeah. more tickets. That's it. Like, yep. Um, so I, I guess uh, my thing, uh, I find myself actually looking forward most to um, usually Sony conferences where I'm really excited about because they have all sorts of crazy stuff go on there. Um, but this year, I think I'm actually most excited for Bethesda, which is weird for me. Um, but it's because uh, Dishonored 2. I'm hoping to see a lot of stuff about Dishonored 2 going oh, yeah. on. Um, I, I think... I, I hope that that's going to be their big thing that they talk about um, because it's their big new release. I know um, the HD of Skyrim is probably going to be talked about there probably. if that's actually a thing. Um, Let's hope not. I really hope it isn't. And I really hope even if it is, like, it's an HD remaster. Don't spend your E3 conference on it. Like, HD Skyrim sells itself. You don't need to pay for advertising. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> So I, I would hope like that you do they that spend SpongeBob scene and just that da 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 da, yeah, da right? and then right? boom, Skyrim. And they'll buy HD. it. I'll take it. Buy right. it. I'll buy it. So I know you will. Yeah, I, I really hope that they spend time on Dishonored too because it, you know the first one sold okay, the second one where you know it needs to grow 
a little bit as yeah. far as its user base goes. So they really need to get the word out there. And I think it's good enough that I think it could sell if they give it the proper attention. But well, we will have so. to wait and see. Yep. Um, the last little thing, since this is our last episode. Yeah, uh, it is. Is there uh, a good way to keep in contact with any of you guys? I'm going to be here, obviously. Facebook. Facebook Always on Facebook. Um, I know we were talking about possibly doing another podcast with Mm -hmm. the group of us, so Mm -hmm. definitely look out for that. Stay stay tuned for Um, that. Uh, Which we'll probably post on the Gaming Maw Facebook page if you – it's very inactive, but hopefully with all of us having more time, we'll definitely I got lazy. make it more active. I got lazy this semester. You're fine. Happened. You're fine. Uh, you're the marketing major, so we're leaving it in your hands. But, um, um, I, I might try to get that more active. And, yeah, I, if, if we do end up doing something, I'll be sure to uh, link any anyone following uh, the Gaming Maw to our, our, our new production so you can keep hearing our beautiful voices. Baller. Um, if you're in marketing, do you have a Twitter? I have a Twitter somewhere. You Twitter Instagram? Flat. I do not have an Instagram. Mm. See, so you got to get on that. Oh, boy. You're already behind. Oh, boy. Um, but, yeah, so is, is Facebook really just uh, the best way to get a hold of you guys then? Yeah. Yeah, yeah my phone's usually on, too, so if you want to uh, shoot me a text as well. And we'll okay. also be dabbling with stuff like live streaming. And, oh, yeah. Know. I mean, we'll be around. Um, if, if you want to follow our exploits, there will yeah, be. Yeah, I mean, like, I actually it. got a webcam to do streaming and stuff like that. It's going to happen. It is. That Elgato capture card sitting in GameStop ready to be purchased. There you go. My um, friend took my webcam. <laughs> jerk. Um, but yeah, so... Is I, that the friend? No. I, I, <laughs> is he using it right now? Um, took it from him in Indiana and took it all the way down to Florida. Got him. <laughs> Got him. Best heist ever. <laughs> right? Um, well, I think uh, I think that's it, guys. Yeah. I think it's been a good run. Um it has. I I hope that uh, I will be good enough hands to. Oh, you'll be the fine. Legacy. You did fine in these past two You're episodes. If you say it. so. If you say so. Um, From what little I've heard. Better than that, you know. <laughs> Not showing oh! up. Oh. Um, I don't miss the burns. <laughs> but yeah, so I will. I will see you guys next semester. Um, we will see you guys in different entities, different we'll, forms. We'll find different forms. I'll be uh, around <laughs> somewhere. I don't I'll know. float. Um, but yeah, I guess that is uh, Gaming Maw Spring 2016 signing off. Yeah. Bye. 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 Later.